0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: All right, what's up? Let me move the chair in a little bit. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity, and everything else that doesn't suck. All right. <laughs> well, at least we try um yeah let's see if you're on hey we got some people in the chat room already go to youtube.com slash c channel slash tarabuster to join the conversation and hang out with the best chat room and all of the independent liberal media and i'm not kidding around hi river hi ed hi jim thank you jim for your super chat as always right out of the gate Okay. And I'm getting, uh, yeah. All right. Let me explain here. Pookie's mama, Irene is on the discord page. She doesn't like some of the things that are happening on the discord page. And, uh, let's see, you know why? Uh, there's a lot of, yeah, because I try, I hooked up the discord page with, uh, with, um, if then, then that, whatever the hell that is, you know. And so whenever it tweeted, whenever I tweeted, it, it would post to Discord thinking it might look like, I don't know, give it a little more life and also get people to join, the, join me on Twitter or whatever the hell. But it's, I don't know, it doesn't really look good the way that app does it. So it just looks like a lot of clutter and everybody's fucking complaining. You know, I'm trying here. If at first you don't succeed, you know, try something that doesn't suck. Try something else and maybe it won't suck. Okay, that's all I can say. I I disconnected it. It does look a little cluttered and a little confusing, too. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm trying to get the i i uh, subscribed to that stupid if then then that thing, and yeah, I'm trying to get the, some friggin' uh, bang for my buck over here. I'm trying to set some shit up. I'm trying to make some things go. If this then I then that happened, you know, except uh, something more than just giving me the weather for 125 dollars a year. I can do that by I'll I'll look out the window for free alright let's see My, like I said hey uh, if you can become a patron at patreon.com slash tarot like I always say because that's what I wake up screaming in the middle of the night you know ever do, ever that, has that ever happened to you? you in movies it's happened it happened to me once where I actually bolted out of bed and gasped but that was a long time ago when i was extre- extremely anxious i think it was just i had been in a relationship i was things were falling apart and i was i don't know i was being tormented by my own demons and i was incredibly anxious and i and i and when i did it when i i bolted up out of bed and was like <gasps> you know th- that happens in movies all and i thought <laughs> That's the first thought I had. I thought that only happens in movies, but it actually fucking happened to me. So I don't know. Not for not for many years, you know, thankfully. All right. Uh, We have a lot to talk about. Ron Placone's calling in at nine at in about 25 minutes, nine Eastern Standard Time. And 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, whatever the hell standard time it is for him, and he might. So that might mean he might be cooking again. <laughs> Last time we we heard him like clink clong cling and cooking and all the other shit. All right, we have a lot of stuff to talk about as usual, and I'm sick of it. I already have a knot in my stomach, and I'm sick of Republicans. I don't know about you. I'm sick of the lies. Anybody else? That's why. I mean, I named tonight's show from. The new gilded age to the new dark ages. This is where we're going, and make no mistake—that's where they're dragging us deliberately. Because, well, I wish I was wrong. I really do. I—I I say it sucks to be right, literally and figuratively. You don't want to be right-wing, and you don't want to be right when you're saying that uh, uh, when you're right when you're because uh, well, I what, what I've been saying is that. They that Republicans lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society and that they would much prefer living in the kind of system the founders fought a revolution to overthrow and escape. And I don't want to be right about that, but I am. They can't help it. And we say it all the time. So I've said it again. Another thing I'm right about, and I hate it, that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. That's the damn truth. I wish I was wrong. You know? I wish I was just being hyperbolic like they are when they're like, liberals are, you know, want to eat your babies or some bullshit. Liberals are coming for your guns. Liberals want to make your kids trans. I wish. I wish. You know? I mean, liberals want to make your kids gay. I wish I had that power. You know, if that had, uh, there'd be, uh, there'd be a lot more gay people running around. I wish I had the power, you know, but they are, they lack the fundamental maturity. So, uh, and it slips out. Now and then, they can't help it. And every Republican chess beats the heart of fascism. They just can't help it. For example, Lauren Boebert. She's another one. Now, they just had primaries uh, yesterday. And um, she, uh, this that, that stupid bitch won her primary. She, the one who... Banned from the bowling alley, but not banned from the House of Representatives, apparently. Hold on a second. Let me look. I hear, I I feel like the audio is kind of hot. One, two, three, one. Oh, it's okay, right? Okay, you guys will let me know. Anyway, if it's if something is off. So banned from the bowling alley. She, her, her, she's, she's banned from the bowling alley. <laughs> her local fucking bowling alley. All right. That's, I mean, I was never banned from a bowling alley. And I was an active addict, an alcoholic. I And still, I knew how to behave myself in a bowling alley. To the very least, we should all know that. That should be like the minimal amount of, of uh, you know, social skills you need to not get kicked out of a bowling alley right and thank you jim jim says the sound is good great oh yeah and i also have to give a couple of plugs aps radio news thank you so much for hosting tower buster and uh fyination.com and uh rockfin.com all right but i suggest go to aps radio news to check out a very good site that has this good show on it and other shows that maybe aren't as good because they don't agree with me. So I would just skip right by those shows but and stick, go right to Terror Buster because you don't need any other shows really. I'm just telling you for real. I, I wouldn't lead you astray. <laughs> It's true, right? Jim says, considering what happens in bowling alleys, that's quite a feat. It's exactly banned from a bowling alley. It's not like you're getting banned from the fucking Met or any of that is even, that's just bad enough, you know? It's not like you're getting banned from MoMA. You're getting banned from some, some place that allows... It's just the worst. The worst bottom feeders are hanging out there. It's not the high society crowd. You don't see any high society bitches up in that bitch at the bowling alley, right? Nobody is, like, putting on the nines and going to the bowling alley. She got banned from a bowling alley. And so... She's also a dumbass who failed the GED test twice. She dropped out of high school cuz that was too much. That's too much responsibility for a member of the per- party of personal responsibility. Also, oh, I have to also the other things about her. She's just she's like Marjorie, well, perjury trader green and every all of the republicans every they're so full of shit. Everything is um, a lie when as far as they're concerned I mean no as far as we're concerned everything it, 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 I'm not saying no 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 that means it's an opinion. Excuse me let me roll that back. They are liars it's not as far as we con- are concerned it is a fact they are liars their origin stories are fabricated all right I gotta lower that we don't really need that tonight. So Lauren Bo- like like Marjorie, like Perjury Trader Greens. Um yeah, she, did she fail it 3 times? Play Dave. I thought she only I thought she passed it on the third time. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah. I I wouldn't doubt it. She she's a dumb bitch. She's a lazy, dumb bitch. Also, so here's the thing. So we all know she has that restaurant or something called Shooters, I guess, because they're all, they're very, oh, she failed three times. Okay, thank you, Play Dave. So three freaking times she failed the GED. How do you fail the GED three times? That means you're a dumb bitch, you're a lazy bitch, and you don't study because you lack the, you you don't even want to, you know, that's too much. She only um, tried to pass the GED because she was being sworn into Congress as a high school dropout. And I guess that was, for somebody banned from a bowling alley, that was the bridge too far. And so her and her sexual predator husband, and her husband is a sexual predator, that's how they got banned from the bowling alley. See, Lauren Bobart is a piece of shit. I mean, I'm sorry, she is. She's a. She is human excrement, wound up, and walking. Uh, she's also a whore. No offense to sex workers because she, I'm just saying it because that's what she is. And she doesn't, but I say no offense to sex workers because she doesn't have the courage to even admit it like sex workers do and embrace it. She just looking for the latest grift. She's a working girl. Yes, exactly, Jim. And she has uh, this she had this shooters fucking restaurant. That's what it's called, shooters. Like hooters, I guess. Because everything that republicans do is derivative because they suck. They don't have any original ideas. They don't have a brain in their head. And it's also like why i say we will win they and they loathe us because they envy us they it's because they just can't measure up you know what i mean we leave them in the dirt in the dust they like being in the dirt but so we leave them behind we just can't help it they are. That's why they're all like, "Oh, left behind," and then they write these books about being left behind because they're they are anxious about that. The fact is, they are continuously left behind by by evolution, by by uh, civilization, by you know, by modernity. That's why they want to drag us back. So and they're being they are successful but at this point but they really aren't successful they're only successful in as much as they can cheat you see being successful would mean that they've changed public opinion and that and actually the majority of people want them in charge but that's not the truth the majority of the american people don't want them in charge and don't support them or agree with them for the 50 fucking years they've been uh all about so-called uh pro-life and going after roe v wade they the the public opinion for abortion is still at six oh oh, slightly i don't even know at 60 percent in the over 60 percent So that's always been the case for 50 years. They have not been able to change the public opinion. So they're not successful. They're just fucking crafty. They have the low cunning of a bunch of fascists who hate America and don't give a shit about changing public opinion and then going out and knocking on doors and getting their uh, their policies through. In a legitimate way, you see what I'm saying. So they are not. That's why they cheat. That's why they they hate America, and they can't help it. Yeah, and so Lauren Bulbert um, and her her, her restaurant. Is uh, was in w- losing money and uh, got, you know on the verge of bankruptcy. I'm not sure if she actually did declare bankruptcy, but uh, all of a sudden, you know, they're they're making uh, millions, and the the husband who has absolutely zero experience in in oil is now a consultant for a fucking oil lobbyist. You know what I'm saying? So he's making a she he's making um a, a salary of four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in that ballpark because they're but but hey, 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 let's all uh, talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and the the corruption there. I hate them. Oh God. But Lauren Bobert. So the point of this rant was that um, Lauren Bobert. Uh, the, the point is that they can't help it. They're fascists. They uh they they and it slips out. They just can't help it. So Lauren Bobert apparently uh, just uh, let it slip that she she's sick of all this. I don't know why this. See uh, that's the new camera. It just flashed. A picture of a bunch of mountains. Maybe that's, maybe it's reading my mind. It wants me to take me to a happy place with mountains. Yeah, so Lauren Barbert says that she's tired. She's tired of all this separation of church and state junk. Can you believe this fucking shit? Can you believe where the fuck we live? That's what I'm saying, guys. They lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. They can't help it. I'm tired. I'm tired of all this separation of church and state junk. That's like when it reminded me of when, well, they all suck, but Donald Trump Jr. Remember, he's like, where's that old... That uh, they they say turn the other cheek. That's such a liberal thing, right? Uh, where'd that ever get us? What that ever? Well, now I'm making him sound like uh, Lauren Bober, but where, where, where What did that ever get us? This turn the other cheek. Now the, the the Jesus they pretend to worship told them that. But where'd that? What that ever give us here? You know? Why don't you uh, fuck Jesus if he came back? Let's crucify him again conservatives and you goddamn right they would there's no shame they have no shame Th- that's a human emotion you know that mother nature instilled in us so we could learn how to get a ro- get along and live together when if we do something that makes us feel shame you know we're like oh gee we won't i won't do that again that's how you know that's part of how we are interdependent, but some people lack—they lack that ability. Just, just like Republicans lack the fundamental matu- maturity to function in a free democratic society, I, and I can't take it. So I, I just wonder how much longer we're going to take it for real. So Lauren Berbert says. Um, let's see. This is from The Guardian. Martin Pengley. The extremist Colorado Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert won her primary Tuesday night, which, come on. Really? Really? Hurry up with that, with your, um, what is that, you know, what's that? that organization that's going after her I guess they I think they started too late you know Lauren Boebert the ones who were what's the name of that organization somebody on the chat will tell me Lauren Boebert uh, sex worker let me look this up Um. anyway whatever who cares and It's the same organization that took down Madison Carfield. Damn. Oh, shut up! I'm, I'm. You know, I just, I just googled Lauren Boebert, sex worker, and um. I'm you know, this is why uh, that why liberals get on my nerves too. Like, some it's enough sometimes. Stops. This is from. Mother Jones, stop spreading deeply misogynistic rumors about Lauren Boebert. Shut the fuck up. Please. The political action committee that helped bring down Madison Cawthorn has released a series of salacious accusations against Lauren Boebert and liberals are eating it up online. But if Cawthon allegations which centered around an explicit vid- video were fueled by homophobia, then Bolbert allegations are being fueled by no less than, by a no less pernicious force, misogyny. Is it really, though? Come on. Really? Several news sites in recent days have breathlessly amplified claims that Boebert had two abortions while working as a paid escort, a small news cycle that's prompting loud accusations of hypocrisy from the blue wave Twitter crowd. You know, this is why... They, exactly. Irene on the chat, she fucking deserves it. She had two abortions while working as a sex worker she's a hypocrite she needs to be exposed abortions for me but not for thee to be sure these outlets have published unverified claims from a politically motivated organization as if they were facts all in pretty clear violation of good journalistic practice These claims come from a heavily redacted set of anonymous text messages and without corroboration, blah, blah, blah. One of the photos that the source characterized is of another woman entirely, not exactly the mark of a trustworthy tipster. Last month, I published a feature on Bobert, for which I interviewed many people. Who personally knew her. I had to sift through a lot of unverifiable information. Okay, yeah, she's telling us all how to do journalism. Uh, a lot of criticism of Bar- Bo is warranted, but she doesn't deserve to be the victim of sexist tropes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is what I'm saying. About Democrats, about, uh, you know, obviously about some liberals they they take it too far give me a break here let us not because all as they everybody was talking about uh, lauren bobert on twitter you know when this came out people are like every other tweet really was you do realize you can criticize lauren bobert without being misogynistic or without resorting to uh Sh- sex or or slut shaming or something like that. You know, so let us all fight with our um one hand tied behind our back and always let's take the high ground here because uh, it's worked out so well. This high ground waiting maybe if we emulate and model good behavior. For another fucking thirty years, we'll be living in um in the in uh, a Taliban-like state, and then everybody will be happy. Give me a break, American muckrakers. Thank you, play Dave. Right, uh, in promoting the explicit video of Carthon. American muckrakers claim that they're demonstrated political hypocrisy. Cawthon, the PAC's co-founder, said they deserve to be outed as having dressed in drag and made homoerotic jokes with his friends because he holds himself above everyone. But the group's attempt at exposing hypocrisy came off as a cynical play on voters' homophobia. No, I don't think so. I don't know about you. This is so, I don't, I'm, I'm processing this, but this this is kind of getting on my nerves here. But it's the way it is all the time with with liberals. Do not do that. That is terrible. We have to be fair to Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert. Yes, let's be fair to her. Let's not slut shame her. Because let's be nice to her. Let us be while she's you know calling us everything but our names and trying to incite violence against us. Let's be let's be you know rational here. You know it's like this. I'm just moving this hair out of my neck. It's like we can't be mean to the nazis let us you do all you all know you can be critical of nazis without slut shaming them don't you know yes we're doomed (laughs) we're fucking doomed shannon on the chat nice to see you shannon it's true Nice is what got us here, Irene on the chat says. That's the truth. Let's be nice and fair to her. We can break down her, all of her uh, hypocrisies, in a rational, a clear and rational way. We don't need to shame her for having two abortions and being a sex worker for being on sugar daddy meat.com no need to shame her for that because she if we show her one day maybe one day she a, a tear will streak her icy cheek and her heart will grow three times larger than it was and then she'll invite everybody down to Whoville for a hand, uh, help, where they hold hands and sing "La Do, Bobby, la. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Christmas, Welcome." I can see it. Keep in mind. That Bolbert once referred to her colleague, Representative Ilan Omar, as the Jihad Squad. Yes, I, I keep that in mind all the time when I'm um, slut-shaming her. If the public outcry over her explicitly hateful comments wasn't enough to get her to tone it down, I doubt the label of hypocrite will do the trip. We're not trying to get her to tone it down. Okay, Because she's a fucking lost cause. We're trying to point out that she's a dangerous, hypocritical bitch. And, um, uh, you know, who who sold her ass on sugardaddymeat.com and had two abortions at while now celebrating how uh, she's going to send women to back alleys. And also, uh, you know, that she's a death-loving piece of dirt who who did she sold her ass on sugardaddymeat.com and now she's selling her ass in congress so so thank you for the for the lesson the public morals lesson i'm so sick of it god you see what i'm saying guys really All I have to do right now is Google this. Do you know, you know, you do know that you can criticize Trump. Uh, This is another thing I remember when people are like calling him because um, there's a there's a, a meme of Trump with that. These fascists like to share and jerk off to of Trump standing there like on a tank With uh, with you know all oh, there's the other one with him looking like Rambo, all muscular. Like every every fake ass image of him, he is not. It's he's not the the the, he doesn't look like himself. You know, like the the scum grease bag that he is. That just shoves carcasses in his mouth with abandon, greasy carcasses. So. Uh, people were all were i always remember them you do know you can you can criticize trump without fat shaming him like everyone is always we're always so courteous and what wor- and wor- worried about the fascist the feelings of the fascist just you know i mean i don't know it's it's not, I don't know, I, you, you do know. Oh, thank you. We thank you for the reminding us. But I, it's not about being nice. This is why we'll lose. It, you know, it reminds me of when, and I've told you this, oh shit, Ron Placone's on the phone. Hold on. Ron, I'm sorry. Hello, Ron. Hello. <laughs> I didn't. You know, I was looking you? at the. I, I apologize. I don't know how long you were on hold. I, I'm looking at the call screen. It's saying zero calls. Of oh, course, no I, I just. So it's like I, I I just popped in. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know yeah. how long you were hanging out yeah. there because it still says zero calls, and I was just like, wh- I was kept an eye on it, but whatever. It's fucked up. On the phone. Ron Placone, comedian Ron Placone. So how are you, Ron? What's going on? (laughs) Besides the Uh, end of America. It's been
2: it's been a pretty crazy week on every single level. I mean, first of all Things are moving on with Antitrust summer, which I know we'll be talking about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then some things are kind of weird in the personal department. I uh, I got COVID,
1: mm, and mm, uh, mm, I mm. had uh, I had to cancel my shows in Iceland. That, that sucks. I'm so sorry. So, so when did you get COVID? Yeah, How long? How long did you get it? Like when? It, well, it's been over a
2: week. I'm pretty much. Um, I'm pretty much feeling better now. Like I don't, I haven't tested negative yet because mm. I, well, I mean, I haven't tested at all yet. Okay. So um, oh, you know, I might be negative at this point, and you know, I'll test soon. But um, but yeah, I I, I got it last Monday, and and it's just you know, I kind of had to figure out what to do about Iceland, oh, so Jesus. I, I postponed it, and <clears> you know, like had to deal with the travel and stuff like that. Um. So yeah, I mean that that there's no getting around it. That really freaking sucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, I mean, I'm hoping to. I was planning on doing some UK stuff next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm thinking I can just tag Iceland with some UK stuff <laughs> and right. kind of make that tour longer and include Iceland. So you know, I, I'll figure it out. It, it's not you know there are worse things obviously but but it is a hmm. bummer, especially with having to having to cancel two tours you know in since 2020 you know right because of the pandemic and then have, having to cancel another thing cause I got sick it's kind of like wow that sucks um, but yeah it does
1: did but, uh, did Graham yeah, go the over the there though with without you or did um you know I know well, you I were doing I
2: mean th- these are just These were just my tour dates. Oh, okay. I don't do every tour date with him. Oh, Um, I thought you were doing it with him on
1: a tour. That's all. No, I was
2: was doing Iceland by myself. I I did, I did the Northeast in Canada by myself. I was supposed to do Iceland by myself. And then the Northwest coming up in July, Graham and I are doing that together. We're doing Portland, Seattle and Vancouver. We're doing a weekend in the Northwest together, which, uh, grab your tickets now, i Uh, plug it again at the end. But, uh, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, Iceland was just gonna be me. I was doing the fringe festival and unfortunately oh, I'm gonna have well I I postponed my show. I think my show is my first show was supposed to be last night and my second show is Ugh. supposed to be tomorrow night. So. Ah,
1: that sucks. Yeah,
2: it's it's a bummer. I wish I was over there, but um I don't know. It's kinda crazy traveling internationally right now. So hopefully, you know, when I reschedule it'll just be a better time. To right in general. In
1: general. So, but but yep. who knows? but yeah i mean just you never know you never know but but it was definitely bad timing to get covid um but i'm glad you're feeling better and yeah how did you how do you know like what were the symptoms like when did you get it you know like tell me how you how you did you you really were you really sick i have
2: no idea uh not really i to be honest i you know and, and i'm vaccinated and boosted I had one bad day of symptoms as far as like, I'll start at the beginning. I, I don't know how I got it. I mean, I, I think a lot of times, you know, like who knows Mm -hmm. I am as careful short of people who are sheltering in place. Right. I'm about as careful as someone can be. Hmm. I'm very selective with the stuff I do. I, I live in Southern California, so I still do a lot of things outdoors in general. I still mask, so I'm about as careful as a person can be, short of sheltering in place. Right. Uh, I, I think the only people that I can say are more cautious than I am are the people who are still sheltering in place. Hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, to each their own. I mean, you know, to, do what you're going to do. But I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm right. I'm pretty cautious. I still got it, you know, and um, I had one day of symptoms. First of all. I thought because like I I have been moving that that's another crazy thing. I'm also Mm. in the midst of moving. Oh jeez. But um, I I was moving a bunch of stuff and it was into like a really dusty storage area.
1: Oh boy. Hmm.
2: So I thought I thought I just had like
1: I say yeah from all the yeah yeah.
2: like I like I thought I was just kind of congested from that (laughs) and it was just sort of in my lungs a little bit. And I didn't think much of it. I didn't think, I was like, I haven't really been in a situation where I, I think I would get COVID. But uh, I tested just to be safe, and I came up positive. And wow. And then, you know, later that day, I, I felt a lot more like I was very, I was incredibly tired. And wow. I just yeah. could not get out of bed. And I had a fever, Um. But I didn't feel like terribly sick, like like, I definitely felt Hmm. sick, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, sick. And that lasted for a day. The next day, my fever was gone and um, my symptoms were a lot minor in comparison but then they just kind of lingered for a little while. Mm. So, so they've been pretty minor, but they have been kind of going on. Right. Like, and, and right now I, I feel a little drowsy and I feel a little like shortness of breath, but that's about it. I, I don't hmm. feel sick. I, my, my sinuses are pretty clear. Um, I haven't had a temperature in a long time. Hmm. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure at this point I wouldn't be contagious um did your wife and, get uh, it i've just not yeah she got it
1: oh geez yeah,
2: she got it and uh we've been quarantining from the cat the best we can right it's not we can only do so much because we live in a one bedroom right and yeah. you know lucy Lucy was i mean it was it was really making me so sad because like lucy was noticing Aww. i was avoiding her she yeah no she doesn't know um, right?
1: <laughs> poor lucy
2: So, you know, I I did, we did the best we could, um, but we can only do so much. As of right now, she has not shown signs of anything. I know that, you know, animals, to my understanding, can get it, but it's, you know, it kind of varies if they show any symptoms or not. I mean, I don't think it's super common for them to get it like they can, but it's not the most common thing. And if they do get it, it's also not very common for them to really show any symptoms. Right. It's just sort of an asymptomatic thing. Um, so, you know, as long as she's fine in herself, I'm, I'm not worried. And, and so far she has been. So I'm, I'm thinking right. at this point, you know, if something was off, we, we would have known yeah. by now. But But I'm still being as, as careful as I can within reason like right. i don't like if she if she like if she gets on me i don't like push her off or anything right. at this point but you know well it um, does say according to the nurse
1: where is this uh it says about pets and COVID 19 not all of not all of uh you know animals w- who catch COVID have signs of illness some have mild symptoms and uh these animals have caught the virus from close contacts with humans who were infected. But, yeah, so they'll be all right, Mm. though. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: think it was like they have, like, a 30% chance. Yeah. And if they get it, there's also, like, a 30% chance or so that they'll have any symptoms. Hmm. So, you know, when you kind of add those percentages up, it's not a super high likelihood
1: but you it know, does that, say that anything here's, will
2: be wrong, but it can happen.
1: From the FDA website, it says from the you know the, the government website, it says, if you are sick with COVID, you should avoid um, contact with your pets, just like you would with people, including petting, yeah. snuggling, kissing, sharing food and sleeping in the same bed. So just be careful. Yeah. But you have we, been. Which, so. yeah. She would have been. And, she, and we have been. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the best a, yeah. of our ability, we've been doing that. I mean, it, it's like it's not like I, I can say that she's never been in the same room or right. anything like that. Right. It's pretty impossible. You know, I, I live in Los Angeles. We live in a one-bedroom. Right. House. I mean, you she's, know, there's always so much, She's fine. She's fine. Unless we like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we, we did make the effort to the absolute best of our ability. So, so um, well, I'm yeah. glad you sound uh, so fine.
1: You thing. know, you sound normal, so Thank you don't you. sound sick at all, but I know like a, a yeah, woman I mean, who,
3: been,
2: who, who,
1: go ahead. Sorry. I've
2: been relatively active. I, I mean, I've, I've been able to like exercise and stuff because, you know, I, you know, I live near the beach, so I've just. You know, I mean, I wear a mask and I just kept my distance. I mean, I was pretty far right. away from any other person and, and I wouldn't spend time in like the crowded areas, you know, you know, just to mm-hmm. try to be courteous of people yeah. around me. So, you know, I, I've been pretty, you know, like like if I see my neighbors, I say hello from a distance, Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so I, I, I've been, you know, I, I've been a good steward or whatever, but I have been able to you know, move around. Like, like yeah. I've been, I mean, I even like walked in between, uh, cause you know, the place my wife and I are moving is right down the street. Like I've been walking to this. Oh, okay. Where live now. Well, that's good. So, so I've like walked in between the two places and stuff and, you know, stuff like that. to so just drop off whatever. Right. We're, like, slowly moving in. And, uh, yeah. And by the way, since I brought this up, I do need to, uh, I, I, I do need to specify this. Yes.
1: Um, my Please. wife
2: and I, we ended up having, you know, we were going to move because of this place we found. And that was those wheels were set in motion after I had already set up the Iceland stuff, like way after okay. Iceland was already set. I <laughs> it's like Iceland
1: you weren't going to like leave your one. wife want, <laughs> to move
2: alone. Yeah, I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm the worst husband in the freaking world. Right. Like I don't want people to be like, oh, hey, we have to move. <laughs> I better find work outside of the country. Like exactly. right. Exactly. That's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. I even offered like like I even said should I postpone Iceland? So right. you know, I ended up having to postpone it. But but my wife did say, No, I can handle this. We'll just get as much done before you leave. And you should go to Iceland, you shouldn't cancel it. Right. Um, so well, i was just down the unfortunately, block. Unfortunately right? I had to cancel it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Unfortunately I had to cancel it anyway. But I, I am I'm trying to like look on the bright side where yes, like I, I was understand. kinda bummed out that I was mm-hmm. gonna have to move like miss that with my mm-hmm. wife, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean moving sucks, no one likes that. But it's really cool when you're in like a new place, you Yeah. Know, and, and you're like just starting a new chapter together. And I was Genuinely sad that I was going to miss that. Mm. So you know, now I'm I'm not going to miss it. So that's good. And hopefully, when I reschedule Iceland, my wife will be able to come with me.
1: <laughs> that will be nice. Yeah.
2: So I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it all works out in the end. You know? It Which will. Right now, I'm still like super depressed about
1: It'll it. It'll be fine. I always have <laughs> to. You when, know, yeah. The best I can. When things like that happen, I always have to think about that. It was protection in some form you don't know you may not know you know what i mean that just sort of like look at it like yeah something better is is coming too
2: yeah i Mm -hmm. look at it that way too because when when i think of like other moments in my life where like something has happened i'm not not one of these people like everything happens for a reason i'm not one of those i know but but i do think that there's there's some type of kind of equilibrium out Mm -hmm. there Yep. Where it's like, okay, there, there, this, there's something that's going to sort of happen where it's like this door would not have been opened yes. if it wasn't. There you go. That's, that,
1: that's so, it. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
2: That's, that's what I'm telling myself. Absolutely. So yep. Hopefully that's the
1: case. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, what's going on with Antitrust Summer? We were talking about this last time you are on the show.
2: Well, I'm glad you <laughs> – yeah. So yes. For anyone who wasn't hip last time, I, I won't regurgitate every single thing, <laughs> but um, – There's two antitrust bills in Congress right now. They have a lot of bipartisan support. They're very popular, and they rein in big tech monopoly, big tech monopoly practices, the practices that Amazon are doing and Google with self-preferencing their own content over Mm -hmm. everyone else. It reins in the near monopoly they have in the app store where they charge alternative apps, exuberant fees and commissions. It is very important antitrust legislation. And the future of the internet. Mm-hmm. It really is. The future of the internet is really at stake. And, you know, I encourage people who missed our last episode to, to kind of do a deeper dive into these bills. You can go to antitrustsummer.com. Or if you're following me on Twitter, I've done a lot of videos around these bills. Um, you know, same with like my YouTube channel and stuff like that. So if you want to take a deeper dive, I've done a lot of content around it. So it's Fight for the Future, who I'm collaborating with on this campaign. Um, so these are important bills. And uh, Fight for the Future started um, having these video billboards being driven around Chuck Schumer's residences in <laughs> Washington, D.C., in New York yep. to try to get them to act on this. Now, now here's the fun part. So this has gotten some press attention, and the New York Post did an article about it that, hey, they're, they're driving these video billboards around Chuck Schumer's houses. And according to a spokesperson for Chuck Schumer, he supports these bills and wants to get them passed. So, I mean, which is kind of like, okay, Chuck, it's like you're standing at a grill and you got utensils, you got burgers, you got charcoal, (laughs) you got the lighter in your hand, and you're you're looking around, nobody else has any of those things, just you, and you're saying, hey, I'm all about grilling these burgers. Okay, Chuck, we'll light the freaking charcoal, buddy. Right. You are the majority leader. You're the majority leader. Yeah. You can bring these bills to the floor right now. So if you support these bills, bring them to the floor. They're saying, oh, well, we might not have the vote. No, you got the freaking vote. Amy Klobuchar is on record saying she has the vote. There's enough bipartisan support from Republicans and Democrats that these bills would pass easily. Right.
1: And All right. then
2: they'd be signed into law.
1: But, What's you know, he waiting for?
2: His daughter. Yeah. Well, his daughter is an Amazon lobbyist, and his other mm-hmm. daughter works for Meta. And Meta is Facebook, anyone who's not in the know. And uh, you know, those are two big tech companies that do not want these bills to pass. And, and they've been yep. doing everything they can to, to lobby against these bills. So, so I think yeah. that's why, you know. But his spokesperson is on record saying, "Yeah, he supports these." Okay, well, deliver, buddy right support these bills bring them to the floor antitrustsummer.com please everybody who hasn't signed it yet please sign it now antitrustsummer.com it takes 40 seconds to sign we gotta keep the pressure on we gotta get this win you know Tara we see what happens when these people don't keep their promises I know we see what happens when politicians don't you know like they promised to codify Rowan DeLong for many 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 years they never did yep and
1: look what happened yep Exactly, and we've got to get all the wins where we can. Absolutely, well, that's one thing. Yeah, get—we need this win, but because it would just make it harder in general to fight every other thing without with with these big giant monopolies, you know, always breathing down our necks. And apparently, the uh, well. Um, the head of Amazon and the head of Meta, whoever, I guess, is it still uh, Zuckerberg or whatever over there? I guess so, right? Well, uh,
2: Zuckerberg's Meta and then Bezos is Amazon.
1: Is he still? I uh, think Bezos stepped down. down. Didn't he step down? I don't know what the whole situation, but two of the, they, they, the two heads of these companies called Chuck Schumer. This is how much they don't want this Coming to the floor, and I I live in New York, but I see the ads all the time. The way that they present it is, uh, we don't let Congress stand in the way of innovation. This is this is how they're presenting it, and jobs, and you yeah. know, and uh, and and puppies, and uh, happiness, and all this. It's Orwellian.
2: It's, it's double speak. Yeah, it's Orwellian double speak. Everybody knows that when it comes to jobs and innovation,
3: the opposite is true. Antitrust
2: legislation helps jobs and innovation. You know, the example that they did in the John Oliver thing is when they broke up AT&T, when antitrust legislation broke up AT&T, what happened? Well, it led to more inventions like the answering machine and the Mm modem, which led to mm -hmm. the World Wide Web.
3: That's right. It led
2: to long-distance calls getting a lot cheaper and more companies having a seat at the table. Antitrust is more co- competition. Antitrust means more jobs, more competition, more innovation. When you have monopoly practices and just a company right. or a handful of companies control everything, it is the opposite of yep. innovation. It is the opposite of competitive. So right now, like the internet is kind of being held hostage by a handful of companies, and yep. they're not. You know, I mean, people make it out like, "Whoa, oh, well, they're so great. They're so." We don't even know.
1: I like, know it is possible. Right.
2: Because they're they're holding everything back. People used to think AT&T was great. They're like, yeah, this is great. Meanwhile, uh, long distance calls were like twice as it needed to be.
1: Couldn't call long distance because it was so expensive. And then be like, oh, got to get off the phone. Yeah, you never did. Yeah, because it's and especially yeah, my and you, I have relatives. Family. Yep, yep, exactly. You couldn't now. Yeah. It's like free. How'd that happen? Right. <laughs> it's like
2: right. I because mean, because so, it was always free. So it, it, <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it, so what they're saying. I mean, that that's straight up just Orwellian double speak. The opposite is true. Antitrust right. legislation brings innovation it brings competition it brings more jobs right. it, it, it levels the playing field for independent vendors and third-party operators online which by the way is most entity. Mm-hmm. i mean if you have a small business or you have whatever if you're not online you're, you're not yes, relevant that's it and and pretty much every vendor in the country they have to sell their products on amazon they yes. don't have a choice yeah yeah. Like, like most online commerce happens on Amazon, so when Amazon is just pushing them out of the market through their own generic yeah. knockoff, yeah,
1: because I they, mean, they a because they can. Yeah, it's like the it's almost like the well maybe it is not just almost, but the equivalent of the company store in a way where you're like trapped in that in that market where you know you can't live without mm-hmm. Amazon, and then they also. Um, st- they steal, you know, your your ideas, right? This is another thing that was on that John Oliver piece. How Amazon will yeah. check the uh, the uh, whatever the the stats, I guess, of some popular item in the that's selling f- by but from an independent vendor, and they will just yeah. copy it. They'll just take it and and make well, their harvest,
2: own. They harvest your data. Yeah. 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 They, they harvest your data. So they're getting all your information. So if something's popular, they know it. And right. then they make their Amazon basic version of it. They sell it for cheaper. And it's the only thing that shows up in search. Yeah, and then and it chooses. just pops up. So you don't even when realize you're, exactly. that not you're
1: looking. At. Exactly. It's just, it's so corrupt. Apparently, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at the Washington Post. It says that the titans of industry have mobilized like never before to combat it. Google CEO personally called Schumer... This week, Amazon Z- CEO Andy Jassy has been making personal calls to Schumer and other lawmakers. And Tim Cook from Apple made his own trip to Capitol Hill this month. So, I mean, th- th- the way I look at it is like, like FDR said, judge me by my enemies. If, these, if all of these fuckers are against this, it is, it is a patriotic imperative to, to pass this bill uh really it's it really enough enough is enough
2: yeah i I mean absolutely when you think about everyone who's against these bills and it's just the big tech lobbyists who are going to have to give a little and by the way these bills can pass tomorrow they'll still be fine they will be totally fine they are just that greedy they're that greedy that you know that they just can't fathom having to play fair.
1: Yeah, frankly. that's it. Well, that's People's the whole thing, exactly. Fair. Yep, and that they don't want to play fair. That's the whole thing. That's like the whole right wing takeover of government. They don't want. To, they they don't want to play fair. They just want to rig the game in their favor, no matter what. And we all are supposed to, I guess, uh, go along with it. And uh, but. I mean, you know, enough is enough, really. So everyone should. I, I called Schumer. He's my he's my senator, but I can't do it alone. Go, to, <laughs> nobody listens to me. So go to uh, antitrust summer and 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 apparently um, Schumer said because they asked them for a comment about this bill. The the, the press asked what uh, you know about all of the CEOs c- making personal phone calls to Schumer about it and he said that uh, and Schumer's um, press secretary said something that like oh well we're we're telling them what we're telling everybody that we support Amy Klobuchar's and uh, Chuck Grassley's bill and but I guess there's no timeline they still haven't he still hasn't put it on the schedule for a vote apparently but he's telling right. this is what he's saying he's he supports it well show me right I mean just what's what's the Go problem on. what is the problem here what yeah. is the holdup if this is so if you support it I don't get it right mm. it's like I guess they're hoping right. again that maybe people won't be paying attention and uh it, and it just falls by the wayside because of everything else who knows All right I I don't know I don't well, know of
2: course that's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. They're right. Hoping they're, they're hoping they're hoping that they can draw it out and then yeah. they're gonna go on recess. Then they're gonna come back from recess and they're gonna be in midterm mode. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we're focused on the midterms, we gotta win. And then, you know, chances are the Democrats are gonna get slaughtered in the midterms. So there's just gonna be mm, don't like say a that. New, God help you us. know, just the two priority list. Oh, they they probably will. I mean, I mean let's
1: I, I can't handle shocked. it. I'm getting out of here if they do i i don't know i mean um so people on the chat then
2: and you should you should i know i should start packing because because they are they are going to get slaughtered and and if that's you know i I mean yeah. i hope not
1: i hope not we're in trouble shoot the messenger tara i'm not shooting the messenger i'm just i keep hearing this and it's just it get every time i hear that i'm like don't because i'm really afraid what's going to happen if they lose because i mean as much as they suck they're still the only thing standing in in the way of complete and utter fascism but you know not that they're and they not that they're that great but they uh, are. i, I don't you know your, i i feel
2: like they're aiding it i, I mean not when know. you have yeah like just neo-fascists and neoliberals yes. it's like one just leads to the other 100% hmm. of the time. I, right. I mean, that's just the way it is. Because right. when you're right. going to be a laissez-faire capitalist, well, what's yeah. going to happen? You're, you're just going to let the extreme in. And when the extreme mm-hmm. is literal neo-fascism, which is what yes. the GOP yep. is, yep. Yep. and that's what I mean. That's what the Supreme Court is. Mm. And it, it's like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's, it's that's the, the truth.
1: <laughs> well, I know, I mean, I hear you. I, I hear what you're saying, but I just, as far as, I'm not... I, I think that there's more normal people in the Democratic Party. And even, like, when AOC was on Meet the Press this weekend and she said that they, uh, something about how, yeah, there's there's this large contingent of Democrats who l- think that they're, they're living in the past and um, there's, you know, that they could work with these fucking people. But... Those are the people that need to go. And I, I really think that if, you know, like Schumer and um, what's her name? Uh, Dianne Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi, like all of these people, like go away already. And I, I don't know. I feel like there's the younger Democrats are more, you know, on the right side, in my opinion. But I, the, the point is, too, though, There, everyone, the whole system People are, you know, uh, swimming in a corroded f- f- uh, pool of money. You know, if when you when you have legal bribes yeah, built right I mean, into the system, then it's yeah. You know, what are you gonna right. do? Right. It's. It, I mean. It,
2: it's definitely at the end of the day a, a true systemic problem. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean. I, I definitely, obviously, I, I see a difference between AOC and you know the corporate Democrats. Uh, although I'm I'm not going to lie, I've, I've been very disappointed by the squad because I feel yeah. like they have not used what little leverage they have. I feel like they haven't acted as a block, and mm-hmm. they need to do that. The mm-hmm. fact that they willingly haven't is a huge problem, and, and it's something that we shouldn't just gloss over. All like right. that needs to be addressed. Right. Um, but you know, I, I still do think that yeah, they're better than you know the Nancy Pelosi's and the Mitch McConnell's, oh, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, it, it's still very much a systemic disease, and right? And it's still, I mean, you can't just try to elect better people, especially since that is such a long run. I know you have to change the game so that better people can get into it, right? Yeah, well, and then uh, they you know, that, they stand in the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's why like, I'm all about things like ranked choice voting. Oh, yeah. And I'm all about getting that's... money out of politics. I mean, I think it's like yes. you really need to make those systemic changes before something like, you know, the whole idea that, oh, we're going to take over the Democratic Party. Right. Uh, there's so many things in place that really makes that impossible. Right. So, like, I understand. You really need to change the way the game is played. Right.
1: Well, that's too. the thing like, with. Like, you can't yes. Well, the progressive caucus in order to be in the progressive caucus, you have you cannot be a recipient of corporate money. You know, so that's that's instead of I mean, I I, think
2: about some of the people think of some of the people in that caucus, though. I I mean, yeah, they say that. And that's great. But it's like I actually think the, the only standard for being in the progressive caucus is you have progressive car insurance. Because like <laughs> some of the people in that freaking caucus. Well, who's
1: in? Not who's even the for well? Oh, I. I it's think like that hundred, the wait, wait wait, like like hundred, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. There are. I think there are a. There's a list of. In order to be in the progressive caucus, I thought that, and I could be wrong. I thought that you had to be for Medicare for all. Like the, there were a bunch of. Uh, standards that they had one was you can't take corporate pac money you have well, to be for medicare they for need to, all you they have need to,
2: to screen more.
1: yeah i mean i, I could they, be they wrong They
2: need to screen a little better than it, in mm. my humble opinion mm-hmm. they, they need to screen a little bit better i mean i'm sorry <laughs> it's like it's a pretty it's a pretty loose standard getting in there but uh but you know I, well, I think it.
1: about the the fact that it used to be uh, who was in the progressive caucus. I mean, this is Bernie's thing. You know, he created the progressive caucus and now it's one of the largest, if, uh, if not the largest caucus in the Democratic Party. Oh. So I think that, you know, I mean, that's things are in that way moving in the right dire- direction as far as the change i'm not saying the democratic party i know the democratic party is is fucked up and you know we talk about it on the show too the the problem is money and politics so yeah i think that there's uh, i just think there's more hope with the democratic people like people who are attracted to the democratic party i'm not talking about the dnc either because they're fucked up You know, it's just... You're talking about
2: regular people.
1: Yeah, like people who... And also people who like, uh, you know, to be a Democrat... And I don't know, you know, like, for example, AOC herself. Yeah, just somebody who knocked on doors. I mean, she knocked on every fucking door in this district and she won, which is pretty incredible, without, um, you know, without the help of corporate money. and that's. And I think that these younger Democrats are... The making um, money in politics itself a a sort of like a pariah is one way of kind of excising it. But without having to uh, change, I guess, uh, it's, it's kind of like a roundabout way of going, getting around money in politics to make it unseemly. But. Yeah, then you have the corporate Dems, like you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's his name is escaping me? Freaking Pete Buttigieg. I, 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 I keep thinking about the. Oh, and that's the yeah, thing. he's like he's you know. He's on his
2: way up. I know, and, and he, I know. To, that's the I worst. Mean,
1: part. You have to
2: acknowledge yeah. that that sort of thing is still the lay of the
1: land. Yes, like, they're yes, they're, they're in AOCs control. Out there, yep.
2: But there are also there are also the Pete Buttigieg. Uh, yes. These, and they're the George ones Kennedy, they're being
1: groomed. Like, yeah. Yeah. That.
2: yeah. And, and, and you can't like forget how much power that they have. And, and that's on purpose. It's that's sad. by design. The Democratic establishment. And yeah, when I criticize, you know, the Democratic Party and stuff like that, I am referring to the establishment. I'm mm-hmm. referring to the DNC. I'm referring to the the machine. I'm not referring to your neighbors who oh. vote Democrat. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I
3: know. I know. I know. I I
2: get it. It's the system, you know. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you that I have optimism about the people. But those are two very, very different things. And so, yeah. like, my thing is, when you see the way, I mean, they spent over $50 million trying to crush progressive challengers. I know. And if they need mm-hmm. to, they'll just spend another $50 million. So my thing is, like, like look, I don't care at the end of the day how we get more power, how Mm -hmm. we, the lefties, get more power. Um, I think we're better off through a third party, but whether it's through a third party or or somehow through the Democratic Party, the rules need to change no matter what. That's Mm -hmm. the thing that is the same no matter what. The rules need to change. You need to get money out of politics. You need stuff like ranked choice voting. You need to change the way elections work. You need to change the, the, the key players in these elections. That needs to happen no matter what. So to me, like, it's much more worthwhile focusing on those things than just, oh, yeah. we're going to run against the corporate dem in this district. Here's somebody who sings all the nice songs I mm. like to hear. They have no... And part of this is me speaking as someone who's seen this all. And you've seen it all, too. And I'm not trying to, like...
1: I've seen it all, that's for sure. Or
2: diminish people's (laughs) efforts. Like, I I respect people who are trying to get into office, and I salute them for doing Mm -hmm. it. Somebody has to. But, you know, I I wish it was like a more concrete plan. And I wish a lot of these people, um, you know, people who want electoralism to be their main wheelhouse, I wish that they saw the value in city council and in mayor and in school board well Unless people he says, i think
1: he is yeah in congress right but i think, I think people are I, pe- starting to change yes yes and i think that I, I, we I can think, do all, all are, of those but... things no definitely because here we just had a primary as you know in different parts of the country, here in New York as well, and uh, the and even though the corporate Dems won the top of the ticket, all of the lower uh, like the assembly and uh, like in personally uh, here in Queens, where the progressives won. So uh, there were a lot of there's a lot of progressives running for local offices, and yeah, I think that's changing a lot where people are putting their hat in the well, ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Going so
2: local mm-hmm. is key. Another thing that people do that I think is kind of misdirected is they sort of compare it to the Tea Party and, and they think yeah. that there can be some kind of lefty takeover
3: the right. way the
2: Tea Party really, you know, took the Republicans. Yeah. What they're failing to take into account is that the Tea Party had billions of Coke money, Coke yes. brother's money. Funneled into it. Like calling the, the calling the tea party a grassroots movement All is right. like it's calling ridiculous. Walmart a mom and pop uh-huh. like, yeah. like it's just ridiculous. So this is actually, if you're like a grassroots progressive candidate, that is actually a grassroots thing going up against the corporate machine. The the tea party was anything but that. Yeah. Plus, you see some of the real, I mean, it really makes you look at the corruption mm-hmm. in our system. Yeah. Where it's like, okay. The Republicans don't have things like super delegates. They don't have things you know, right. you know, like, like yeah. all these things That's true. like the C and, and entities like that. Why don't they? Well, because the Democratic Party is supposed to be for the working class. <laughs> That's they true. put on that facade yep. that they're actually for the working class. So they have to have more things yes. in place to yes. make sure actual grassroots people don't get power. Whereas the right. Republicans, they make no qualms. they are like, oh, no, we're Team Wall Street. Right. So they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, Everyone's I wonder what happened with
1: that. Su- that super um, thing happened. Uh, there was, I think, it happened because democracy was about to break out too much. Let me say super delicate because the thing and the other thing I think about the Democratic well, it Party happened because of Bernie. No, but I, I mean, mean the, the Bernie, superdelegates were right, but they were in place before the superdelegate thing was all, it started in the 1988 election, apparently. So but for some reason, I don't remember the whole backstory, but it was because of, you know, uh, some oh, outsider. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, the, the bullshit they give you is because of uh, they're saying, oh, we wanted to prevent a Dukakis. Basically. Yeah, you know, because Dukakis got slaughtered, and they made up this thing. And instead of just being like, well, that candidate did a terrible job, the establishment didn't get behind them, whatever, they basically ran with it to say, oh, you plebs are too stupid to ever put up somebody right. electable. Yeah. So you need. Oh us right, to make maybe sure that was it. Yeah. Doesn't get mm-hmm. too Democratic that was that was what they let me see wait wait wait. of course you had clinton come in right so i mean they were really able to to let me see yeah this is what it says and people still bought
1: it right it says uh let me read this thing it says super delegates were created in the in the early 80s after the democratic party looked at rewriting their rules after an extended fight over, after an extended fight over the rules in a bitter primary between an incumbent president, Jimmy Carter, and Massachusetts Senator Ted Kennedy. That's, that's what happened. I re, now I remember, because Ted Kennedy was like Kennedy. the outsider Yeah. The party had made dramatic changes to its rules after the chaos of 1968, when Hubert Humphrey had not won a single primary, but was nevertheless nominated at the Chicago Convention. <laughs> the new rules replaced selection by party bosses in conventions with a process that made picking delegates far more democratic and included, this is what it's saying. I'm reading from the guardian and included language that encouraged women and minorities to be adequately represented. The problem was this new system totally cut out elected officials and the party elders out of the process. That's what it's saying, whatever it goes on and on. But I also think yeah, that. Yeah, which is bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: guess what? They have a vote, just like right. everyone else. It doesn't yes. count them out of the process. Yes. They have a vote, just like everyone else. So basically, they're saying, hey, it used to be, and that was the excuse they gave in court with the whole Bernie thing. They said, hey, we used to just pick our candidate in the back yes. room. Right. Then we made it almost democratic. Ah, uh, really. Right, I so see. Like, wow, way to go.
1: So, right, yeah, right, I mean, right,
2: right. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. And, and yeah, I mean, it's. Right. Uh,
1: well, anyway, I also folks, think yes. Anyway, day, I guess you gotta this, go. You gotta. Is that what you were saying? You have to leave. No, no, or, no, right? no. Oh, okay. okay. No, no,
2: no. I, I wasn't saying I have to leave. Oh, okay. I'm just saying like you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we could talk about all the holes in electoralism mm. all, all night, you know. But like at the end of the day, you have to basically make them work for you, yes. and they don't do anything well, unless they don't. they're forced right. to do it. That's the way our system is. We're in an oligarchy. It's totally fixed. Yes. That's so we got to go to the mat for any policies that we want. And that's why uh, antitrust summer is so freaking important that's because true. this is something, this is a good policy. They know that this will be a very popular policy. They yes. know that it will look good on them if they pass. Right. It.
3: Right. But they
2: still got the lobbyists who got them by the way. Right. So that's if we're true. So loud that they know, hey, we got to pass this because all these people are paying attention and they're the people who we need uh, come November. Well, then, okay, we might see it. Um, right. But if we're well, just quiet, yeah, if that's we're just true. like, uh, whatever, they're
1: just going to do what the lobbyists do. Right. They're well, just the
2: going to do, yeah. well, do what the lobbyists want.
1: They would gladly just always do what the lobbyists want. Well, this is the want. thing. I mean, as we know, uh, 90% of the American people want background checks on gun purchases. We don't even... I mean, I, you know, this... this never happened for years and years and years i don't know if, is it in that new fucking stupid bill that is eating around the edges or whatever but um that's something that was a was an easy win for them but it it didn't happen because they were getting money you know like the republicans get money from the nra and whatnot and the other what was the other thing oh yeah well universal health care you know it was popular po- uh, policy over 60% of the American people think healthcare should be a right of citizenship, but we don't have, you know, then we have all this other bullshit. But I think that as far as um, the Democratic Party, too, one of my... One of the reasons I think that people aren't um, willing to overthrow the Democratic Party, it's, it's as well, as, like like the Demo- like the Republicans with the so-called Tea Party, right, is because the there is this underlying feeling there for years with the Republicans that they that government is the problem, right? Whereas the Democrats never had that. They never had that overarching, zeitgeist in the Democratic Party about how um, the government, you know what I mean, is not the problem. So they don't, I don't really think that they see the Democratic Party establishment as the problem. We're, and to, to the point that the Republicans, that the average Joe Republicans did and do. So they're, they're much more willing to tear shit down. And that's why the, um, the democratic, the, the establishment itself was, they ran on, oh, they want to tear it down. And, and, uh, when they were vilifying progressives, like, oh, they're calling us establishment. And, you know, to that, that way it's, uh, you know, I think that it's sort of like a Stockholm syndrome in a way where a lot of average Democrats don't even see they don't see the forest through the trees. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to make somebody, uh, to vilify someone like Bernie or, any, or, a, or a progressive who's criticizing the corruption in the system as somehow, you know, wanting to burn it down. And uh, Democratic voters are, aren't, they're not as easily um, knee-jerk about it. I don't know. That's what I think on top of it all. And plus, we're all dumb as shit yeah, I mean, here, uh, so.
2: I, I'm, well, I, I kind of look around and, and I kind of think, why would you not want to turn well, the system down?
1: That's I mean, you know, like, it's like why, true, like, but like what yeah. about this? Right. Do
2: you think can be saved?
1: Exactly, and, but they you know, do. Trying, they do, and
2: I understand that not everyone. They well, do. I mean, These, old habits it's die true. Hard, right? I, I mean, but, it, it's yep, hard. Yep. And I and I get that like I'm not gonna win every single person over every single time I thought. like right. I, I accepted that a long <laughs> time ago, but you know I I mean sometimes I pose the question back and I'm, I'm like what's worth doing here Yep, and, well, I, and a yeah. lot of times you, you kind of get blank stares or they tell you like oh we'll we'll grow up and it's like well what do you mean or or my favorite thing is like oh you're such a cynic and I'm like right
1: so I'm thinking, Yeah, which one of us is
2: because i think there's nothing more cynical than looking at what we have and saying we can't possibly right. do better than this i know that's the most cynical thing i've ever freaking heard
0: so yes. i don't
2: i don't know I hear right, you. like like what to tell you there we'll be, but i'm right, saying right, right, i think right. as a species we can do better than this <laughs> i
1: i hear but i think it's also part it's the uh, corporate media too I, I i'm just thinking about when during the primaries how they 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 come every single fucking day. They just eviscerated Bernie on the corporate media, just constant from from uh, sun up to sundown. and they went after him as you know he wants to anti-establishment and and it was really it's you know to me it just seemed like Stockholm syndrome with the average person thinking that. Uh, this is somehow going to be affecting them negatively. And where, because, but this is a country where the majority of the American people are not middle class anymore. You know, the middle class went below 50% of the population during the Trump administration. And not a peep on it on corporate media. And pe- people, if you ask them if they're middle class, they say yes. They think they are. And you're not middle class if you're unable to, I don't know, miss a paycheck and uh, then you end up on a food bank line in a week, you know. So that's not middle class. And, you know, it's also uh, not you're not middle class if you're if gas goes up two dollars and you have to choose between gas and food or gas and rent. This is what we keep hearing about people. Oh, they're so squeezed then you're not fucking middle class. I'm sorry. This is, and this is the problem where people, you know, I don't know. I guess it's like your people are afraid of what they, losing what little they already have. But also it is the propaganda too. They're constantly being conditioned to, uh, I guess, I don't know, from both sides to vote for their own demise, really. So you know, like you know, the corporate media. There's no liberal media and uh, fascist media. You know, Fox News obviously sucks. It makes its viewers less informed than those who watch no news at all. It's a it's a prop it's a fascist propaganda channel. But then you have the corporate propaganda channel. They're not, you know, they're less as uh, horrific, but they're certainly not. I mean, there's so many stories they should do. If this, I, I mean, if, if the the fact that the fucking I I, think
2: I would actually argue in some ways they're worse. Like, like I would argue. Yeah, it's true um, in a way. Yes,
1: I hear Fox you. News, I can see.
2: Yeah. Well, in a way.
1: Right. Yeah. I know what you're saying. It,
2: but, like, mm-hmm. with Fox News, you know what you're getting. Yes. From Everyone yes. knows that that's just like. That's right.
1: Nonsense. Yep. I see play, your point. You know,
2: right wing, but. MSNBC and CNN, yes, even which true. CNN isn't even a news network, really. Uh-huh. But like MSNBC, people think like that's, yes. like the quote, left. And it's like they're not at all. Like they're mm-hmm. a super conservative network. Yeah. And they never give Vietnam's take on climate change because they're funded right. by oil and gas. It's true. Or
1: so it's yeah.
2: not CNN. But it's almost, it's almost like in a way, like it's even worse because right. it's like,
1: you could argue people that people yep.
2: think that they're like, 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 people think that they're like giving you right. what you need to know when they're not. No, where it's no. like, like, no. It, like it's kind of one of those things. Like, who's worse, the person who you know is <laughs> rightly who wants to beat you up? Yep, yep. Or the person who pretends like they're your friend? and yes. they got a knife. A- that's like, I mean, worse.
1: Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It depends on
2: how you look at it, but you know, they're yeah. both not great
1: i know, you know like, i agree i hear you 100 percent. i mean it's almost like especially msnbc and uh and the so-called liberal media it's not they're not liberal at all they and then they rehash the same three stories constantly you know gas prices inflation and then whatever yeah. you know whatever it might be but it's never about okay what about um, you know universal health care in this country? Let's go over and look at how the how other countries don't have to needlessly die without health care. They never do shit like that. They'll never do uh, you know uh, give the American people any actual knowledge that will you know have them aware of uh, you know you don't have to live like this that how it's better in other countries in certain ways you know what i mean it's like that the um the the yeah i talk about uh roman history a lot one of the things that made the romans so successful is that they they went around and they saw whenever they went to other civilizations and conquered them they they took the things that were working in those civilizations and they adopted them they weren't like oh we have it the best you know so but here it's like they so they're even, so insolent yeah oh absolutely yeah. absolutely but they'll we're, just we're even
2: worse than that because, oh no we, we are worse did... Tr- propagandize yes. people. We yes. just propagandize people that we have this great quality of life. Right. Our quality of life is not great here. Like, no, it's, it's not. Very poor. It is. And, it's the worst. You know, it's in like in the, in the industrial other- world.
1: Yep, it is. We have we have the lowest. I mean, order- we, I mean, and um, many. Well, the, as far as healthcare. The U.S. has the measurably worst health care in the Western democratic world. And uh, it ranks dead last in all positive measures besides leaving millions out and costing more. And uh, it's just, I don't know. It's fucking, uh, it's a crime against humanity, really. It's ridiculous. But, you know, it makes a few people rich. And then... I, I don't, that's just one of the things that sucks but as far as w- worse than Rome you're absolutely right because on top of that the US has a I mean this is hard to believe but it's true we have a wider income gap than they had in ancient Rome if you can fucking believe it it's the truth though the gap between rich and poor is worse in the United States than it was in ancient Rome so I mean think about that now, these are the stories that oh, yeah. could it's, it's be worse yeah. than
2: ancient Egypt.
1: Yeah. It's just, when you think about it, I, I, it's just hard to fathom how that's well, even a thing, the, you know, but it is. It's true. It's ridiculous. But yeah, people
2: are people are basically brainwashed mm-hmm. to use these ridiculous metrics. Like yeah. they're Like, oh, it's actually really great here in what? the u.s because look at our gdp yes well, what the hell does that be gdp right. has nothing to do with quality. it could have something to do with quality right. of life, but it doesn't in our society yeah we're really productive people right we don't see any of the benefits from that labor yes california yeah. has the fifth largest gdp in the freaking world we don't even have healthcare here we right. don't even have a freaking efficient train that goes from los angeles to san diego right Why? well because we're, we're part of this Freaking neoliberal health,
3: yeah, yeah, where yep.
2: you have declining and declining conditions at home, and so yeah, we have a much lower quality of life than a lot of countries that don't have the same amount of wealth that that you know the country has as a whole. But if that wealth isn't being spread around. If that wealth isn't being put into social programs, then what mm-hmm. good is it? That's right. It's just good for having, you know, Jeff Bezos fly his...
1: Oh, time yeah. like So him. he can, that's like, it. jerk off so, in space you know. on everybody. Exactly. And, and and then people are like, they fucking cheer these billionaires. Oh, yeah. and, and that's what... It, that drives me insane, too. This, the whole, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, if you want to tax these pricks then you're somehow uh, against freedom or something. but these it's so it's so sad that it's it is learned helplessness and you're you're nothing but a goddamn pleb. You're a pawn, you're a fucking dupe. but yeah, and that that these are the stories that if we had a functioning democracy, would be on round the clock. It would be on msnbc let's say if that was an actual free you know if we were a functioning democracy the stories on msnbc would be that the united states working class the middle class has gone below 50 percent of the population that would be that that would be like a five alarm fire you know, for a functioning oh, democracy, don't
2: we, we, we don't have a middle class. Exactly. I mean, I mean, well, that's but that's that's, that's it, it what I'm saying. That's what generate.
1: that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm in a, yeah. according to the whatever the you know the statistics. The middle class slipped below fifty percent of the population, you know, less than four years ago. For since for the mm-hmm. first time in a hundred years, and. The, oh, that that yeah. that would be you know because we can't have a d- democracy and this kind of income inequality at the same time if we were a functioning democracy that would be the fucking lead story on every channel but you know on the corporate on the liberal media but it's not so they'll they'll just keep going hell gas prices gas prices and then when trump um back well, in the and then day when you occasionally
2: mm-hmm. see a responsible story everybody wet
1: oh i know you know like, right. like
2: you'll you'll occasionally see a diamond in the rough <laughs> and everybody right. just goes ape shit and then they That's start true. you know giving a tongue bath
3: to oh these people. yeah and it's yep, so yep, freaking
2: yep. annoying i know when it's just like okay so you're you're an establishment tool 364 days a year one day a year you give us some halfway decent right. coverage on climate change. Or you have one take that isn't right. <laughs> insanely cringe, and I'm supposed to just give you a cookie. And, and it's like, this is bullshit. Right. Like, this is utter bullshit. And watching these people, who, who are intelligent people, do this pretzel logic, oh, that, these mental gymnastics, to, to justify these cretins, just these, like, bottom feeder... Pundits, uh, oh, just, oh. Just, just, oh it, it's so insufferable. And it's so, yeah. and I'm so sick of watching people pretend that the frickin' wrestling match is real. Mm. And, then, and then when the, when their favorite when their favorite politician tweets something nice uh-huh. they wet and wet themselves and just <laughs> bow down to the ministry of, of appeasement, or like, I'm sorry, <laughs> all right? A politician is a tool to get the votes that you need, that's it yeah. they serve you, oh, I know. they're not they're not someone to be worshipped
1: oh and yeah, you know how I bizarre
2: know That is. it is, yeah do you, do, you think, of course. do you think Boris Johnson has a podcast in England? oh he my god, it. it's do you, so you, tedious do you think, Yeah. Do you think Justin Trudeau does some Instagram stream? because and they're they look, fucking all busy all the working their
1: yeah, I know, I know I mean, it's, but,
2: but comparatively speaking we are such a
1: circus it's I mean, the it truth, yeah so and it's a, it's it's an abomination. Then, yep, I know it is exhausting. It is. It yeah, does. It really that's is. how I feel too. And, I think and, that's and you the word. Really, this,
2: yeah. Harder than hackery, uh-huh. and you're just like, this is so like I, I can't even passively navigate through this mm. stuff anymore because mm. it's just so freaking ridiculous. I, I know. Mean, it's to the point. Look, I'm a recently married guy. My wife and I, undecided on kids. What are, we, what are we decided mm. on? If we do have kids, they ain't growing up here. Hmm. We're decided on that. I hear you. If we decide to have kids, we are going to have to move. Yeah. Because I'm like, they ain't growing I, up here. I, I hear I, you. I what would you? It's nice. true. I don't want to be worried. I mean, first of all, first of all, I, I don't want my kids to grow up around religion. I was raised Catholic. I do not want my kids to grow up around that. Yeah, stuff. with this if bullshit. If they discover it on their own, That that's fine. And there's right. nothing wrong with anyone's religious beliefs. But that's my personal choice. And, uh, you know, now, right. I, I mean, hey, the is going to have prayer in public school. Too, right, exactly. Really, These fucking I, Supreme I can't Court shit. Avoid mm-hmm. that now. It's impossible. Yeah. So,
1: They're gonna be fucking praying on the fifty-yard line. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's the thing. Right. Exactly. You have a kid. You send them to school every day. You have to hold your breath until they come home. Will they be in a fucking shooter shootout? Or will they? I mean, just the trauma of going through live shooter drills. It's it's an abomination right there. We this is what we do to children. And then then these fuckers have the balls. To call themselves pro-life, it is it is so disgusting. And I hear you. If I, I, I don't know, I if I had kids, the same thing. And I know people with kids, you know, they're like, what the fuck? What do we do? You know? So, yeah. I don't know how they
2: sleep. I mean, my it's friends true. with kids, I
1: don't know how they sleep at night. I,
2: I think for the most part, they don't.
1: Right. Honestly. You don't I, I think sleep. most of them don't exactly because you're i mean then your whole life is here it's not easy to pick up and and move somewhere else you know to get a new job in another country and go through that whole process and it's uh these well, are the choices I, I, do,
2: I do have a podcast series about it i know um, <laughs> yes I, yeah yes. I do. right and by the way i don't have any plans you know, people ask me, they're like, Are you in the process of leaving? No, I'm not. I mean, I, I like my neighborhood a lot. I love mm-hmm. where I live. And uh, I really want to see things change here. Right. But I am going to yeah, be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I am. If, if it comes down to, I mean, like, we're literally descending into straight up feudalism. I place, know. Yes. And we are, we are pretty much an authoritarian theocracy. Yep. We've reached that point. Ugh. So, I, I mean, I, I think that. You need to entertain an exit plan.
1: I know. Uh, I I mean, I I
2: think everyone needs to. It's true. Yeah, I am working on one in case it comes down to that. I hope it Mm. doesn't come down to that. I know. But if it does, I will be ready. I got to get my Irish citizenship. I mean, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Well, I mean that's oh, well, why
2: uh, yeah. I have, uh, hopefully my podcast series will be helpful for. Yes, you. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I yeah.
1: I mean but, I was just talking yeah, to my look. cousin about it, and she's like, "Let's get the fuck out of here too." I mean she has kids though that are uh, one is one just um, graduated high school, and my uh, her other kid is a little bit older. Uh, I think she's still in college though, but. It's, uh, yeah, it's very, it's very difficult. That's why just getting up and going, so, you know, picking up your life and moving people a lot, most people don't do it. And, um, but then you get yeah. to the point where it's the push factors and the pull factors, right? So when the push factors are overwhelming it, and so many people are thinking about the same thing, there, there is, I, it, it's, you wouldn't even, I'm sure, you know, you know, um, so many people that I talk to are like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah, you're not alone. I'm not alone in that department. And I I think about it a lot. I'm like, I need to get my Irish citizenship. It doesn't, it won't, you know, my grandparents were Irish. So all I have to do is register. I got to get their documents, register as a foreign birth, and then apply for an Irish passport and get the fuck out of here. And, but then it's like, okay, How do you... What do I do? Oh, my whole family's here. Move... Should I move? Should I... I mean, uh, should I... Where... I gotta get a job. I gotta get a house. I gotta... You know, it's like... It's not easy to do that, so... But... I don't know. I... I, And then I'm like, oh, I'm too old to move, and... Then I'm... I don't know. It's very... uh, It's very distressing. I, I... And it sucks to have to be in this position, really. In general. That... The country is such an abomination, and it's and I hear from people from other parts of the world, you know, not for because of the show and, uh, and just people that I know and uh, who live in other countries, and they're like, "What the fuck, you know? How do you allow this to happen?" Yeah, they're,
2: they're not even they're not even laughing
1: at it anymore. It's they're just terrible. terrified.
2: Yes, <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> so it's it's horrible. Like, Holy shit, man.
1: I they mean, don't I, understand I mean, I,
2: I've, I've had people like offer me their couches right they're like they're like Ron. if it gets really bad you can right with me.
1: it's horrible to but be like, well, it's, I, isn't that you sad have you it, have
2: room for a wife and a cat
1: right that's what i say me and my you better have me and uh you know my three cats it's just it is sad it breaks my heart to think that about it though that the united states uh, i mean this con- I, and it just breaks my heart you know it breaks my heart for the the little girl that i was who was so misinformed you know and so and also but i don't know it's not just misinformed but that really you know thought we were the good guys at one point i guess that's what i mean because when i was little that's what i thought oh i was glad because my father was a big world war 2 buff and he got me into history and and uh i remember thinking when i was a little little kid that oh i i was so glad we were the good guys you know and uh of course you know it's a bit more complex than i than i understood when i was little but now it's uh, it's it's beyond it's not we're not the good guys and i'm not even just talking about the hypocrisy of you know, being a uh, founded as a slave state and all that, but uh, I'm just, uh, right now. We're we're beyond. We're we are fascist. We're we are disgusting. We let people die needlessly without health care and then we send kids to school to be shot and turned into fucking mincemeat, where they have to be identified through DNA. It is and it's just an abomination it's a horror show how and that's what someone on um, my facebook who lives in who's english lives in england uh, sent me a message like what the fuck um i don't understand i was just talking to my wife we we do not understand how they can uh, go go on about life talking take away women's right to uh you know to to not just to choose but to not die in back alleys that's what that's all about you know and then also but Uh but allow people to kids to be shot in school it's just it is so fucking sick yeah it really is so Uh but but that's what you get when and, and i mean it's like greed is the only value that we have in this country greed and everything else is is uh, a cover up or a distraction, because that's what it boils down to. Greed is the only American value. If it's money, greed and selfishness. So I uh, that's why I, I talk, say to uh, you know Democrats that we have to adopt e pluribus unum as the action plan. You know, out of many, one. Leave nobody behind, you know, but I don't know, whatever. When you're, when you have the, when the fundamental basis of your system is money, you know, money and politics, and then you have these fucking Supreme Court scumbags. I mean, there's no honor. They have absolutely no honor. No, they're, none of these fucking right wingers are, you know, are in it for altruism. They're not in it. To make uh, the world safe for democracy, they're in it for themselves. So, and it's just—I don't know—it's uh, only getting worse, it seems. And that's why when people say, like "When you're uh, the de- Democrats are going to get decimated," I'm like, "Fuck!" Because I feel like you know, after if that happens, it's over, Booby. It's fucking over because the—that's the Republicans. They have no—they have no scruples. They have no honor they'll just they'll rig the game and forget it we won't be able that'll be we'll be done we'll be done you know that's what happened to rome you know it's like they 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 start uh, yeah i yeah. mean mm-hmm.
2: well if we're gonna fall just like any other empire it, it's just a matter of well you know, <laughs> how do we fall and, and what comes what comes next hmm. because well. you know as crazy as as overwhelming as that is, and and it certainly is, but you know there is that hope that what comes next might not be worse. It could be a lot better, um, or it could be a lot worse. I, I mean, know we don't about know. That. How's it going to be better? I mean, yeah. at this
1: point, I mean, I don't know. I, I, if it falls, right? What's going to be? How? See, if it what? falls. The, the dem- See this is the thing It could be
2: a more, it could be a more democratic society well, I mean, If we
1: stop the Republicans like the and just That's a like different story country. Yeah that's a different story I'm fine but with it doesn't the fucking reflect
2: the will of the people
1: Yeah, But uh, what do you mean What do you mean I'm saying like if these republicans we, we take over We
2: don't
1: have mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I, I'm not talking about one election cycle I'm, I'm talking big picture here uh-huh. Like we don't have a representative system at all. No. Like like you can see like the studies they've done what the public wants, actually the opposite yeah. is reflected in policy. That's
1: they've done. And so, that's the other thing. Yes. You know, the statistically insignificant effect on government system. policy. That's, I mean, that's another thing that should be on every fucking our corporate system. media channel. Yeah. Uh, you know, that the wants and needs of working people have a statistically insignificant effect on government policy. Those, that's just the uh, fact.
2: Is we mm-hmm. are in decline. Like, there's no doubting that mm-hmm. we are in decline. And you know, it's like, yeah, we, we have two Wall Street-sponsored teams. One of them has an R next to their name. The other has a D. And this entire thing is, is just imploding. So, you know, it will fall. I mean, and, and by the way, here's another kind of fun, eerie thing to to, to get you to think about. Uh, most empires last about 250 years. The United oh. States, as we know it, is about 245.
1: <laughs> so we're we're kind of wow. we're not unique, folks. The we're Roman really Empire not, lasted yeah, uh, yeah. about 450 years. So longer, I mean, weren't
2: they? Yeah, they they were a little longer. Uh, well, let's hope we're more like. Well, average. that's
1: the empire. The <laughs> republic lasted think, 500, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I
2: mean, so it's like. I would love to see, you know, like the United States just behave like another country. I mean, the war machine. That's, yeah,
1: I would love that. No That's fine. The
2: bully of the world. Yeah, and then we're just actually a representative government of people. That would be great. Um, you know, yeah. maybe we can build a people's legislature like the Declaration of Independence intended for us. That would be and nice. I would love to participate in that society. But you know, or what could come next could be just straight up. Be a cra- like, like, just no qualms mm-hmm. about it. Like, like, we are just in an authoritarian yep. theocracy, which we pretty much are already. It will just exacerbate even more. It will get even worse. It yep. will get, yep. you know, to the point where, you know, I mean, that they, they might, I mean, they, they who knows? <laughs> who knows where it <laughs> went? I mean, I don't even want to make a prediction. Oh, God. Who knows, like, that's the crew next week or something. Oh, my but my uh, But, yeah. So, I should go now. All right. But, All right. Uh,
1: all right well the, we're talking This is, yes yes so let's end on a high note and i i'm sorry i did it again i need to note. identify ron placone thank you ron placone I, I i should have been doing that yeah, all along thanks for having me <laughs> but what we, we want to end having
2: me and i'll let i'll let everyone know uh antitrustsummer.com please support these antitrust bills it's important we get all the policy wins that we can These are important antitrust bills that really affect the future of the Internet. And we are in a global village, folks. So antitrustsummer.com. And if you want to catch me out on the road, uh, I'm just getting over COVID here. So I had to postpone my shows in Iceland, which I'm really sad about. But I will be in the Northwest July 28th. I'll be in Portland, Oregon, July 29th, Seattle, July 30th, Vancouver, British Columbia. The shows are with Graham Elwood. You can get tickets at my website, romplacone.com. And uh, follow me, Ron Placone, on all social media. I'm most active on Twitter. And uh, thank you for amplifying this important cause, Tara. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Ron. Thank you so much. Always a great conversation. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.
2: You too. See. Bye
1: bye. Ron Placone, everybody. RonPlacone.com. Always love Ron having Ron on the show. Ron's a great guy, and also. A great person a great human being and I love our conversations. I could talk to Ron all night <laughs> really so thank you again Ron for for everything and for all your all the work you do hold on a second let me just uh, shut down my phones so because I gotta pay and that means I have to ask for patrons whenever I i gotta pay i gotta pay you know what i'm saying these are, these sh- this shit ain't fucking free all right let me shut down skype all right everybody i'm a little bit wow what do you think what do you think and thank you richard w for your super chat another great show tower thank you thank you for your validation and helping the show keep going keep going and growing oh god i'm like what time is it that was a great show it was great thank you haiku haiku says good talk and uh yeah ron is he's not kidding um i i i do understand where he's coming from obviously so the whole system is fucked up but this is what we talk about on the show here too we understand that we're not living uh this isn't the stephanie miller show so we're not um thinking that nancy pelosi is going to save the day because honestly i believe that nancy pelosi i know he does He, he gives haiku says he calls me tara he does i like that i like that you don't like that haiku some it's a, it's just a different accent on this syllable or something, and it depends on people. Always ask me when I'm introduced. They're like, "Is it Tara or Tara?" And I say, "Whatever." I had people. I had aunts, aunts who called me Tara, and I had uh, aunts who called me Tara. And I actually, I don't mind it. I like it, actually. It makes me feel a little bit, like, uh, classier for a second. Like I have a little bit more class in my ass. Right? (laughs) That was a classy thing to say. Uh, I'm so tired. That's what scares me. I'm just, I'm not tired. Tired. I'm tired about... Tired of watching the fucking shit roll down and turn into shit. Yeah, let me, uh, speaking of, let's see, I'm looking for, there's a couple of things we wanted to, I still have left to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Where is this? I'm looking for this fucking thing that, and obviously cursing is off the chart. I haven't been saying it. I, I really need to stop. <laughs> I, I know I say that. I'm trying, but... I don't know. Where is this? Let me see. I guess I didn't save it. Shit. This is the thing that... I It's about Nancy Pelosi. Hold on, Nancy. See, Nancy read a poem. This kind, This so irritated me. When Roe v. Wade was overturned nancy read a poem but except it was the same poem she read after january 6th and i can't take it this, this is why yeah these old the old guard thank you thank you for your service please please go away please go retire and um, as I was talking with Ron, and I had one eye on the chat, I don't remember who said it, but someone on the chat was saying a bit, something about Nancy Pelosi, how she hasn't mentored anybody. Yeah, isn't that true? But didn't she didn't she say that she was going to step down, and then she announced again that she's running for for Speaker that she's throwing her hat in the ring again. But I thought that her last speakership was contingent on her stepping down, saying that th- this will be my last speakership and, l- yeah, mentor the next generation. But these fuckers there, this is selfishness. You know? Uh, why is Diane Feinstein in there? What I mean, Chuck Grassley? He's fucking 88 years old. Uh, come on! all the while these people have been in Congress while the United States middle class went from the most to the least upwardly not just the middle class. the United States itself went from the most to the least upwardly mobile and that's another thing that the corporate media if this were if they if they wanted to have a functioning democracy, they would have they they would be beating that drum instead of how oh people are struggling with gas prices well why don't you beat the drum that the u.s is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all democratic uh, western nations why don't you beat that drum because if if uh if the gas prices are will go up $2 and you can't afford, you got to choose between that with gas prices and food. That's not the fault of the gas prices. It's the fault of not being economically vibrant and upwardly mobile, right? I mean, that's what the point of upward mobility is. An economically vibrant society is right where you can traverse the ups and downs of an economy or or life itself life in general with its ups and downs you shouldn't have to go on go fund me when shit happens that's the point of being free if you're not free, if you have to go beg on GoFundMe for medical care or, uh, or, or, or the necessities of life. But we won't hear that on corporate media, which drives me up the wall and why, uh, of course, I say please support the actual liberal media. Anyway, not that I'll be saying that until, eh, maybe I'll say it and I'll, uh, I, until I've had enough until I see people on the chat when I was saying I got to get out of here people are like don't leave don't leave hey hey become a patron maybe I won't fucking leave I don't know (laughs) here comes my cat by the way oh he changed his mind he's going the other way now good fuck off you too you fuck you too (laughs) just kidding I love them Internal critics of the Democratic Party often say that its current leaders, who are for the most part in their 80s, believe too strongly in the value of political comedy, not comedy, comedy, and the potential for bipartisan consensus. Tactically, strategically, and emotionally, this argument goes, Democrats have failed to realize what appeals to shared values and common purpose are no longer the most effective way to achieve tangible results in the United States political system. Of course, that's the truth. If ever, this, I'm reading from Slate, Ben Matthias Lilly. Oh, look, it's Ray. Ray, little Ray Ray. Good. Isn't he cute? He's like a little shadow. A little shadow with eyes that stare at you from the dark. Hi, Ray Ray. Ray Ray. How you doing, honey? (laughs) He's like, fuck off, bitch. If ever there was a time to abandon these dated beliefs and respond with urgency, anger, and the exercise of the limited power of the left, the critics suggest. surely it's in the summer of 22 when the Amer- 2022 when Americans are s- seeing their rights stripped from them on a near daily basis. All right, get to the point here. The argument may or may not be correct, but it seems germane to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, her response at a capital press conference to the Friday Supreme Court decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. She said, I am personally overwhelmed by this decision. From time to time, I quote this poem from E.U. How do you pronounce this? Person? I don't know this person. E.U.D. Manor. He's an Israeli poet. I met his wife when I was in Israel. When I've been in Israel, she says, excuse me. He says, I have no other country, even though my land is burning. Only a word in Hebrew penetrates my veins, my soul, with an aching body, with a hungry heart. Here is my home. I will not be silent, for my country has changed her face. My country has changed her face. How wonderful. I shall not give up on her. I shall remind her and sing into her ears until she opens her eyes. Clearly, we hope the Supreme Court would open its eyes. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Oh, how stirring... If this poem seems familiar, perhaps that's because Pelosi also read it one week after January 6th, after the January 6th riot at the Capitol during the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump, concluding it by then, by by expressing the wish that her Republican colleagues would finally open their eyes. God help me. Later on Friday, House Democrats sang God Bless America on the Capitol steps. What? Oh, wow. Really? Why don't they take a knee again? That really showed them.
3: I hold the night with the light from above
1: From the mountains To the prairies To the oceans White with all Oh my God God bless America,
3: America. My home sweet home Oh, tonight thank you with
1: the light from
3: above From the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans, white with all God bless America, my home, sweet home.
1: God help me. The
3: night
1: with the light from... Incidentally, uh... That's ridiculous. Thank you, Democrats, for singing. Who gives a shit? Go go, and do your fucking jobs. I don't need you to sing on the Capitol steps, all right? I don't need you to take a knee in the well of the Senate to show how much you support Black Lives Matter. I need you to do your goddamn jobs. I need you to take... Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin and shove them against the wall, you know, and and threaten them within an inch of their economic livelihoods. To do the 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 will of the American people and get in line with the will of the American people, you know? And stop I mean with these stunts. Are you kidding? Why don't you sing? uh, Sing at another child's funeral, murdered from a AK forty, whatever the fuck they use. I don't care. Assault weapon. So it is so embarrassing. That's why it is embarrassing. You know, it's like what? And the Republicans are 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 laughing their asses off. It looks ridiculous. And it's feckless. That's what it looks like. Oh God! bless. What do you? Who cares? I don't even. I'm stunned. Shut the. F- sh- no singing. Yes, Jim, on the chat. No fucking singing. Errol Thomas says, Nicole Nicole Sandler was pissed off about Democrats singing God Bless America on the steps of the Capitol. Yeah, well, she's right. She's right to be pissed off because it's ridiculous. Yes, haiku says, that'll show them, Dems. Show them how, you know, show them how strong you are. God bless America. What? A, oh, shut up. The- up and get pissed get pissed and shut up you got a time to organize another stupid photo op do do, why don't everybody take a knee and then sing god bless it how's that everyone do a live shooter drill next with um a kente cloth and uh, sing God Bless America. Why? Why, exactly? Why? Nobody wants you to do the stunts. You know, we'll do the stunts. The average American pleb will do the stunts. Uh, sorry, Errol says, it's Kristen Enema, not Kristen Cinema. You're right, I'm sorry, excuse me. We will take care of the stunts. You know what I mean? When we, we'll march. We'll take care of the stunts. We'll take a knee. We will. The people, the voters, the average shitheads who aren't in the halls of power. In the They're in the fucking halls of power. That's the halls of power? You look like the idiots. That's what they look like. They look like us outside the halls of power begging the the power to please 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 do something to take back your party democrat i mean republicans take back your party that's what they look like they look like the average sucker who are uh, knocking on the, the halls of power knocking on the doors saying um, hey, uh, please um, please powerful people who are in the minority the minority death cult who re- who receive fewer votes who represent fewer people please you minority fuckers you dirty trick bastards who, uh, you know, when you pull your dirty tricks, then we just go, oh, well. God bless America. Will they please see the light? Will, th- will they take my country? Tis of thee. Sweet, sweet land of liberty. Of thee, I take a knee and sing, sing to my Republican friends. Friends, I might add, on the other side of the aisle. My friends and colleagues and co-workers and friends and bipartisan, bipartisans. Please, 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 please take back your party. Because my party is is too busy um, reading poems, and um, wearing kenti kenti cloths, and 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 uh, saying, um, "Take back your party." Am I pronouncing that right? I think I am. Bless America Now what if what I have to say I'm wait, where is that fucking clip? I'm sorry. I have to play it. Uh, well I want to say to my Republican friends Republicans take back your party the american people need i i'm very prayerful about this you know how much the american people need a very strong strong republican party because uh, uh yeah because yeah, they don't got a strong re- democratic party so they're going to need a strong fascist party. close by saying
4: that... Um, <laughs> you've heard me say again and again that yeah, the Republicans yeah, we seem to be having a limbo contest with themselves to see how low they can go.
1: Oh, right. They seem
4: to have lo- reached rock bottom with their statement that what happened on January 6th was normal political discourse. Legitimate, legitimate political discourse. I've also said that Republican... Party, which country needs a strong Republican Party? Why? they made great contributions to they our have? country. I say this to Republicans all the time. Name one. Name
1: one. Just one. I'm looking for one. I've been asking. I've asked Nancy Pelosi for which What one? one. If they've made so many fucking great fucking contributions, I swear I'm going to lose it, then they should be able to name one name one was it what was it huh was it the uh, gerrymandering the voter suppression the rolling the standing in front of every great contribution that ever made this country take a leap forward you know their opposition to socialist security to socialist medicare to the socialist gi bill or oh, every f- Everything that ever made this country a more perfect union, they stood against. Well, the oh well, uh, well, Nixon and the EPA. Okay, that's good. But now they have shit on it. For as long as I've been alive, I don't. I have no net memory of Nixon. This is not in my lifetime. I hear rumors, but I also know Nixon was a piece of shit too. A criminal. And, um... What is she talking about? This bitch knows Nixon. She knows them all. So she knows that they're a bunch of crooks. But, um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. They're such a strong party, aren't they? They're so strong and capable. And... They care about the American people so much when they're you know inciting violence against their political opposition, you know, which isn't new by the way we, you know, um Gabby Giffords, remember her? She's still alive, no thanks to republicans and on every level because they incited the the kook that went and shot her in the head and also killed other people at her political event where she was having, like, a meet-and-greet. Meet, meet, meet your representative at the local supermarket. But the Republicans turn local supermarkets into the OK fucking corral, as we know. So you can't go, I, I don't know, sometimes I, w- I want to eat some rice pudding, you know? And I'm like, shit, should I get my body armor? I got I'm gonna go to the supermarket and get a snack and uh but I might not want to take my life into my own hands tonight at least it'll uh, maybe I'll lose some weight but I I and uh I don't know take back your party Because they've done so much good, you see, and um, while they're out there singing, God bless America, and then they go into the to have their press conference uh, every day, and uh, at the press conference, they go they go from the feckless photo op to the press conference where they they pine for Republicans and and use their platforms to remind the American people how much wonderful things the fucking Republicans have done. The Republicans. I swear to God, somebody, get my grandmother in here now. Grandma, get that ghost grandma here. I want to talk to I, w- I need an explanation. What uh, What were you thinking? <sighs> yeah, it's unreal. Robin M on the chat. She doesn't know how to offend the Q quasis. Well the crazy, the quasis. Exactly. She's uh, she's got to go. Let her go take a knee somewhere uh, off the public fucking dime uh, in the public time. We need somebody up there that's going to fight and say, enough, we got fascists. We got the fascist wolf at the door. And they're turning this country into into the dark ages because we went from rolling back the New Deal, rolling back the Progressive Era. We, we're in the new Gilded Age, and now they're dragging us to the Dark Ages. It's not enough to just destroy the the, the entire de- um, middle class. They need us in the fields and dumb and begging God while we await our rewards in heaven, while, while the Republicans funnel all the earthly rewards to the top, and then they have their big, giant, authoritarian con man barking at the, uh, yeah, barking at the plebs who the who the minority group du jour to hate is. Exactly. Jim on the chat, Grandma, I need your supervisor's phone number. It is life in a Philip K. Dick novel, Winston. Take back your party <laughs> from this cult. Take back your party Shut America the fuck needs up a strong Republican party. Well, how about we take back our party, bitch? They, they, I love the, the you know the the body movements here. The American party... The American party. The Amer- American people need a strong Republican party. See? Strong. Strong like bull. Republican party. They've done so much good. It's a cult. Take back your party. America needs a strong Republican party. We don't need a fucking Republican party. Period. Strong, mediocre, middling, weak... Tall, short, pleasantly plump. We don't need... We don't need it. We don't need a fascist fucking party in this country. We don't need it. Unreal. You dumb. Oh, don't worry, because when fascism comes to America... Nancy Pelosi will still have her two forty thousand dollar refrigerators side by side to stuff her feelings with ice cream, fifteen dollar a pint ice creams. While we're out here screaming, I scream, you scream, we all scream. We we could be screaming for numerous things, you know, screaming because uh, the gunman is loose. In our... uh, In our supermarket. Screaming because we just found out we have a... An illness we can't afford. And we need a day off that we don't have. Scream. All kinds of screaming. I scream. You scream. As long as you scream. And it ain't me screaming. Right, that's the American way. Strong Democratic Party. <laughs> we, uh, we need a strong Democratic Party. Well, we ain't getting it when you're in the charge, bitch. We do. Uh, uh, she's up there doing uh, doing
4: open mic. Party of America needs a strong Republican Party Don't and we. a strong Democratic Party, <laughs> but it has been hijacked, and it's.
1: <laughs> It's been hijacked by by some kind of cult. I don't know where this fucking cult came from. It came it came out of the blue. It was like, "Boo! I'm a cult." No, honey, I've been I've seen the cult, honey. I'm I'm not that I'm not in the halls of power with you, bitch. But I could see the cult coming from a mile away. I saw the fascism. I saw the fascism on the wall. The fascist writing was on the wall for years, bitch. While you were out there at your fundraisers in the wine cave and shit, eating your fifteen dollar a pint of ice cream, saying, you know what, we're running out of room here. We need another twenty thousand dollar refrigerator for all of our uh, our bounty. And then um, you know I'm just like you. I can't. What well, What can I do without in this pandemic, like the rest of us? I'll show you what it is, Jimmy. It's this. It's uh. It's my uh Cartier glasses and my uh my Rolls Royce with my caviar, um. Facials at night, every night. I can't do without it. I cannot do without my indentured servants lifting me in my litter and taking me hither and fro. (laughs) I'm just like you. We're in this together, everyone, this pandemic. disturbing
4: that see to see it is disturbing to see republican leader of the house ran actually literally oh. refused to condemn that resolution of legitimate political discourse Can you believe it? literally ran away from the press when he was asked about his position well,
1: take back your party it's not like they haven't run away before i mean take it back because we we we'll, we're out there, um, you know, singing. You'll see us. Don't worry about it. Um, we need a party that's not going to sing, or take a knee. So we'll be out there singing and taking a knee while I guess the Republicans are uh, shitting on our Constitution and shoving women into back alleys to die. Eh, it's okay holy mother of god so but this is take back your party right this is not over this didn't happen overnight this shit's been going on for fucking decades and nancy pelosi just figured it out no it's just it's bullshit that's why she's got to go she's got to go she needs to go there has to be put somebody who knows, who has a clue, in front of, um, you know, leading as the Speaker of the House. Some we need, That's the minimal, the minimum See, the 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 House is supposed to be the closest body to the people. You know, then you have the Senate that's supposed to be like the House of Lords. But now we got a House that's. A majority millionaire. I don't know. We don't live in a majority millionaire nation, do we? God in heaven. Take back your party. Oh, my God. Anyway... And, uh, here, here's an, here's a couple of other things. I'm looking at this. I, I actually have to, I, re, I have to pee. <laughs> I'm getting very close to everybody. I wish I could, I need to like, I had too many coffees. I didn't prepare. I, I maybe I should play a video and then I'll go pee. And then I'll feel better. You know what, Let me play this. I'll play it off the screen. It will only take a minute. Because I got out of Hold on. Oh, it's stupid. Ah, hold on a second. It's this Chelsea Han- Handler clip. But it was, she was. She was. Um, guest hosting. Jimmy Kimmel. Hold on. Where is it?
0: I'm going to give birth like livestock, pro-life. But your party opposes all of those things. Here it is. Here, <laughs> it, is.
1: Here it is. Here it is. I'll play this bit okay, and then the I'll be right back. the
0: house can do. She read a poem. Oh, yeah, she's talking a about poem that. poem that she also read after the insurrection. That's called a whoopsie doodle, Nancy. We are facing the biggest rollback in rights in a century, and she's searching her Gmail for that one poem that always fixes everything. <laughs> and while Nancy Pelosi was doing a congressional,
1: can you hear that? This sounds a little low. All right, you guys can hear that, right? I'm just gonna play this
0: national poetry slam. If you can't tie your penis in a knot, you're not oh, a real man anyway. Shit. What happened? Pandemic also pro the house in the midterms. None more so.
1: All right, sorry guys. Sorry. Where, where is it? Here it is. Here it is.
0: Radical thing the speaker of the house can do. She read a poem. <laughs> a poem. That I'll be right she back. Also read After the Insurrection. That's called a whoopsie doodle, Nancy. <laughs> We are facing the biggest rollback of American rights in a century, and she's searching her Gmail for that one poem that always fixes everything. (laughs) And while Nancy Pelosi was doing a congressional poetry slam, Republicans were taking a victory lap and looking ahead to all the terrible things they can do if they take back the House in the midterms, none more so than Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. If you were Speaker and House Republicans win the majority, what are some of the abortion bills that you would put on the floor? Well, first and foremost, I believe in saving every life possible. We will continue to look wherever we can go to save as many lives as possible. Just as long as that life doesn't need baby formula, affordable health care, or a place to learn without getting shot. (laughs) By the way, Kevin uh, McCarthy, since you mention it, let's talk about what it means to be pro-life. Universal healthcare, that's pro-life. Restricting guns, that's also pro-life. Fighting climate change, that's also pro-life. Listening to doctors during a pandemic, also pro-life. Not forcing women to give birth like livestock, pro-life. But your party opposes all of those things. Calling Republicans pro-life is like calling O.J. Simpson pro-wife.
1: There you go perfect
0: we also got an
1: all right i'm better i know Terry used to take a mid-show break does anyone here remember that exactly i used to have eight minutes in the middle of the show (laughs) to go freshen up anyway who's leaving play dave he has not been excused get back here dave All right. Let's see. Here's another thing. Neil Neil Gore. Here's these these uh, filthy fascist Supreme Court justices. Um, They will. uh, They 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 have to be stopped legally and peacefully. But um, not, I guess, by this goddamn feckless Democratic Party. I don't know. The thing that annoys me is that the of course, um, Biden is saying he's not for expanding the court because I guess that's exactly what has to happen. I uh, suppose we'll just roll over with this shit while this tyra- tyrannical minority death cult shits on the Constitution. I mean, they're, what they're, they're in the middle of fixing the facts around the policy. They, they are illegitimate. They are making shit up because they're ideologues they're corrupt ideologues they have absolutely no honor another thing AOC said on Meet the Press is that uh, I agree they should be impeached if you lie to Congress during your confirmation then you should be impeached because they absolutely lied but not they lie all the time they are illegitimate this twice impeached, less vote getting con man insurrectionist put these three dishonorable scumbags on the court with the help of Moscow Mitch McConnell, who called them up, invited them to a coup, and they agreed. But here's Neil Gorsuch. Um, this is from the Huffington Post. There was this, another disgusting ruling, an anti-American, anti-democratic, small d-democratic, anti-unconstitutional an, ruling. I'm no constitutional scholar, but, uh, and I know that Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert is all sick of this separation of church and state junk. But that's what the foundation of the country, partly because the founders, they lived in a world where, with church and state, where church and state were intertwined. And we lived in the, the human race, lived in that world for 2000 years. And that part that the Republicans want to take us back to is called the Dark Ages, where the church and the state are intertwined, where the rich run and own everything, where the intergenerational aristocracy gets shoved into positions of power because of who they know, not of who they are, not, not, not of their merit, but of who they know. And the people have no power. They are, they survive on the scraps that fall from the table of the rich. And then they, if they have any problems, they run into, if they need help, they go to the church. This is the world they want to take us back to. There's no, no government schools, no public education. Education is a providence of the rich. This is the, tell me, show me where I'm wrong show me where i, I am uh, getting it wrong here cuz everything that they want to take us back to i mean they want that's what they want they they are unfit they hate democracy they hate america okay so here's another thing that they did these scumbags did neil gorsuch the dishonorable neil gorsuch Misconstrues the facts in school prayer case. A praying football coach was said to have was said to offer a deceitful narrative that, that the Supreme Court conservatives were nonetheless happy to accept, and this is in the Huffington Post. Paul Blumenthal writes, "The conservative Supreme Court supermajority, okay." The illegitimate supermajority shoved on there by dirty tricks ruled on Monday that public school employees may offer, may offer public religious prayers while working on school property. Fuck you. This, excuse me, the 6-3 decision written by the dishonorable Neil Gorsuch and joined by the other five fucks, the other five fascists, overruled a 1971 decision of course this is what they're doing it's like a goddamn fire sale you know it's just like it's like crazy eddie his prices are insane i don't know if you remember that but you know what happened to crazy eddie in the end you know he was arrested (laughs) let's hope that's the same fate shared by these scums so they overruled a 1971 decision that laid out how government should act to keep itself separate from the promotion of religion. Well, why not the Satanists, right? Because apparently that's what happened after this happened, the, after this ruling came down. I mean, God bless the Church of Satan. Right? For real. Let me see, look this up. Church of Satan because they were like, "Hey, don't leave us out. We want to put on our uh s- satan prayers just like you want to put on your 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 uh, fake love of Jesus show." And I hope they do. They need to. Yeah. Pray for sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. The decision accomplishes this by echoing a tale. The tale. Okay, let me start again. So they they said that uh, overreals this 1971 decision that laid out how government should act to keep itself separate from the promotion of religion. The decision accomplishes this by echoing the tale told by Joseph Kennedy, a high school junior varsity coach, football varsity coach. A, an assistant coach for the Bremerton school district in Washington state, who was fired from his job in 2015. The Kennedy story paints a picture of a coach who only wanted to conduct his own private prayer after his team's games. Yeah. Cause g- God doesn't give a shit about decimated school children. Just your stupid person catching a ball or I, and that's what matters right god help me throw this ball and help me kick this ball maybe school children are being murdered because god is too busy worrying about where everybody's balls are going they're going in a net or a hoop or over the goals Maybe if you stop bothering him on with all the your stupid sports games he might not let the children be murdered by assault weapons you ever think of that you selfish pricks of course not of course not they they don't care freedom the freedom and believe me if that were true if it were true if somebody said to them, Hey, why don't you stop bothering God? He's all backed up with, uh, I mean, he's, he's not eating enough fiber, of course, but also he's back, he's got all these prayers about balls going in hoops and nets and shit. He and all the kids dying in school, being shot with assault weapons. That's like way down the list. He can't get to it. It's, too, he's not. He, he's got to a hire a, a, I mean, a, a million more angels. I know the American people, with the help of their con man so-called president who received fewer votes, sent a million more angels to get, give him a hand. But he still can't keep up with all of the demand about balls going in nets and hoops and shit. And going over goal, going in between the goal and, you know... So stop praying about that inane inane bullshit, and maybe the kids will be saved. You know what they would—they wouldn't do. They wouldn't stop, cause they're selfish. It's true. Prove me wrong. They'd be like, "Freedom! It's my freedom to to pray, and I don't care. I'm free." Because they don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves, as stupid as their prayers might be. So, okay, so Kennedy Stories paints a picture of a coach who only wants to conduct his own private prayer. The story, however, misconstrues the facts, as Justice Sonia Sotomayor noted in her dissent. It buys the hook, line, and sink. It buys hook, line, and sinker what the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Judge Milan Smith, a George W. Bush appointee, declared as a deceitful narrative. What else is new? But Kennedy echoes it, right? So Kennedy uh, was fired from his job, Gorse's writes because he knelt at midfield after games to offer a quiet prayer of thanks. No, he didn't, you dumb fascist. And he did so while his students were otherwise occupied. No. This is what Gorsuch writes. Because he's got no honor. And he thinks we're as dumb as the Republicans. But he forgets that the majority of the American people are not as stupid as the people who vote Republicans. Because there were more of us. And it doesn't matter. Kennedy has a history of praying in context of football games because there's no other thing that matters to him. Gorsuch acknowledges that as much. He began by praying, quote-unquote, on his own. But over time, this is the quote, some players asked whether they could pray alongside him. No, they didn't. He made a fucking federal case out of it. He made a production out of it. The number of players joining Kennedy's post-game prayers at the 50-yard line grew to include most of the team, though it fluctuated from game to game. The coach then began incorporating short motivational speeches because everybody wants this piece of shit to motivate them. this, 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 This divisive, selfish asshole who hates jesus by the way because jesus told him directly and specifically to shut his filthy mouth and pray in his closet that's what he said right let's see jesus let me see jesus pray i'm sorry i keep i can't type As well as talk. Jesus, pray. Oh, Junior, what are you doing over there? What's over there? What are you doing? What are you scratching? In your closet. Uh Uh-oh, here he comes. I shouldn't have looked him in the eye. Here he comes. Here's my baby. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Get over here, you little bastard. You little mommy. Get over here, mommy. Yes, Jesus said to pray in your closet, not on the 50-yard line, you scumbag. All right, here we go. Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you that's from what the new international version new living translation but in all these translations but when you pray go away by yourself shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private yeah But thou, when thou prayest, enter the closet, and then, and shut thy door. Pray to thy father, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall open you, shall open you, shall reward thee openly. And I hope he opens you from stem to stern, but whatever. Yeah. Meow, I heard you. Yes, Jesus said, here's from an op-ed in the Los Angeles Times. Oh, I'll read that after. But in here, let's just, I'm getting to the point here. In September 2015, the school learned of Kennedy's prayers after an employee from another school commented positively on the school's practices to Bremington's principal on september 17th of that year the school superintendent sent a letter to kennedy telling him to cease leading prayers in the locker room and at the 50 yard line after games noting that his inspirational talk quote unquote is overtly religious kennedy stopped leading prayers immediately after he received the superintendent's letter but after leaving a game he later returned to pray on the field by himself bullshit on October 14th, a lawyer representing Kennedy sent a response declaring that his sincerely held religious beliefs, oh, I hate that phrase, demanded that he give a post-game personal prayer. I, I don't understand these people. They hate Jesus that much, you see. They, they spit in Jesus' face. And if Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. You know it. Gorsuch writes, he told everyone that it would be acceptable to him to pray when the kids went away. He later clarified that this meant he was even willing to say his prayer while the players were walking to the locker room and then catch up with his team later. This is such... Th- all of this is fabrication, by the way. On Oct- and because they have f- photographs. They have the receipts of exactly the opposite. On October 16th, in a letter ahead of the game, the same day, the school replied, they said that Kennedy had compiled, complied so far... With their sev- September seventeenth request to cease praying at the fifty-yard line, but they forbade Kennedy from any overt actions that could appear to be a re- to a reasonable observer to ob- endorse prayer while he is on duty as a district-paid coach. Oh, that's too much for him to do, you know. My prayer, my my religion says that. Um, I, all Republicans are dirtbags and I will have to do something about that sincerely held religious belief in the middle of the 50 yard line. Gorsuch describes this letter as failing to accommodate Kennedy's request to offer a brief prayer. And this, I mean, everything about this is bullshit while the students were busy with other activities in spite of the letter, Kennedy prayed initially by himself at the fifty yard line while his team sang their fight song. However, the members of the opposing team and other members of the community joined him. Yes, yeah, so it was sort of like it was like the end of Um The Grinch who stole Christmas when they were like "Hallelujah!" Holly Holly. holly. Welcome Christmas, welcome prayers. Kalu, Kali, come and pray your stupid prayers. Kalu, Holly be giant man on a cloud. Help this ball go through the net. Don't worry about the dead kids just look at this ball over here help it go very far in the net the school district responded by making robo calls to parents all right whatever who cares okay that is the story as gorsuch and the majority tell it but this tale is highly deferential to the story presented by kennedy the one the judge Smith declared a de- that the one that Judge Smith declared a deceitful narrative. Sotomayor Mayor does not dispute the origin of Kennedy's prayer. He started his prayers at the fifty-yard line after he was hired in twenty in two thousand eight. But eventually, a majority blah blah blah. He didn't ask. But Kennedy also began to lead prayers inside the locker room. Before and after games, Gorsuch described them these prayers as a school tradition. You see, these they just open the fucking floodgates, and trust me, I hope it but it bites them in the ass. I really do. I hope that the Church of Satan goes everywhere, goes on that get gets gets. Uh, every game at the 50-yard line joins, starts doing incantations and pentagrams and shit. Junior, you're annoying me now. Again, again. So, it's not very often that the Supreme Court includes photos but this is a photo from the well the Supreme Court decisions right Sotomayor included this photo to prove that this wasn't just a quiet man bowing his head in deferential prayer it's it was a freaking event anyway whatever uh, well. What a surprise. A a dishonorable asshole who Moscow Mitch invited to a coup is a dishonorable piece of shit in his filthy lies. I can't believe it. Enough is enough, but okay. It's never going to end until we end it legally and peacefully. They can't help it, you see. They just can't help it. Lor from Lauren Boebert denouncing uh, the separation of church and state. Oh my God. For telling God telling her assholes that who the ones who vote for her that God appointed Trump to run for president. Things like that. But uh Adam Kinzinger said well, he, uh, after Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert went off on the separation of church and state. I mean, do you see where this is going? I know you do. But, oh well, Nancy Pelosi, keep singing. Representative Adam Kinzinger warned of a Christian Taliban while criticizing recent remarks by his colleague Lauren Boebert. Boebert, a staunch supporter of the con man, recently took issue with the constitutional separation of church and state. I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. That's not in the Constitution. Really? It was in a stinking letter. And it means nothing like they say it does. Well, no religious test. That's uh, in the First Amendment, if I'm not mistaken. The establishment of a lit religion. Oh my God, somebody help me. Somebody. Somebody. The framers of the Constitution were concerned about the imposition of a specific religion on its citizens, as well as the persecution of citizens for their religious beliefs. To protect against this, the First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Kinzinger Slam Bobert's opposition to the principle of keeping religious separate from separate from government. There is no difference between this and the Taliban. We must oppose the Christian Taliban. And I say this as a Christian. He tweeted Wednesday morning, sharing an article of her recent comments. The Taliban an Afghan militant militant group force, forcefully impose an extremist interpretation of Islam, Islam, on their nation's population. Oh my God, help me. And that's what they are. That's what they're doing. That's right. Others took issue... Uh, made similar comparisons. Democratic Senate candidate Amy McGrath, who ran unsuccessfully against Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell in 2020, tweeted, well, there are lots of countries she can go to that doesn't have this pesky separation of church and state like Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Iran. Exactly. That's who they are. That is them. That is who they are. You know that. Help us. Lordy. 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 Wow. I can't take it. How do how do we stop this? I, I just went on to the Huffington Post and on the front page it says the Supreme Court just took 10 days to change America as we know it. Rolling back rights. Years of progress. It has invalidated gun restrictions. A hundred year law here in New York. Um, Forced publicly funded school voucher programs to include religious establishments. Ended the uh, right to abortion effectively sending women into back alleys to die because they're not reducing the abortion rate. They're just killing women. Oh God. A final batch of opinions due out Thursday includes a case about the EPA and climate change that could crush the ability of the federal government to regulate everything from toxins in water, ...to the safety of consumer products. And you know that's coming. These pieces of dirt. If we do not stop them... ...they will... F- ...they they will fucking kill this country. Oh my God. I hate them all. Alright. One last thing. Uh, it does... ...it's 11... ...oh, it's time almost... ...for me to go to... ...get unconscious. Thankfully... To get legally and peacefully unconscious. And when I'm unconscious, there are no Republicans there. So I love it. One last thing I wanted to show you. We, we, will, we won't have a show tomorrow, but we will have a show on Friday. I don't know. Did you see that? I don't know. Should I start this? Let's save this to Friday, I guess. But there'll probably be 10,000 other things. I wanted to talk about the... That... Um, where is it? That's, oh, God. I shouldn't bring it up. Well, the Kyle Rittenhouse game. It's eh, We could talk about it on Friday. Because if I start now, it's I'm not going to stop. And then it'll be 1 o'clock. Anyway, I'm a little tired. So, yeah. Let's talk about it on Friday. And whatever else comes up plus we only got two super chats so it's not very motivating for me to keep going so I'm tired I'm tired alright guys it's been great hanging out if you can please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin I don't know nobody listens to me I keep saying it but nobody listens so what are you gonna do um, every day that I don't that there are no new patrons, because I get one clo- one day closer to leaving. On a jet plane, don't know when I'll be back again. Ever? I anybody in Ireland listening to me? If there are any Irish listeners preferably rich lesbians hot model types maybe i don't know i'm not that picky anymore <laughs> um um come get me send me a message become a patron at patreon.com/tara devlin and get me the fuck out of here all right guys thank you so much i know winston thank you you will always have me as a patron tara thank you guys thank you winston i appreciate that i know i know that i do appreciate everybody for all the og Terrorbusters and all the ships at sea thank you so much well, why don't you all go out, fan out across your respective neighborhoods and tell two friends about Tower Buster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say, have you heard the good news about Tower Buster? Right. Let's dis, yeah, that'll be fun, right? Errol Thomas says, this Friday let's dis Slime Rotten House. Yeah, I think so. That might be fun. And, and it's it's not a quickie. That's the thing. If I start now, I'll never go to sleep. And it'll get me all round up. But I do want to thank Ron Placone for another great conversation, for hanging out. Remember to go to antitrustsummer.com and sign and tweet and call your representatives. Because we can win this. It's a matter of Schumer bringing it to the floor. That's it. Apparently, we do have the votes. He's just sitting on it as they do. All right, my friends, we will win. Thank you. Thank you, Winston. I will do that. Drop your, I'm going to drop your name in some chat rooms and invite people to hang out on Friday. Say, hey, I, we hang out in this great chat room. And terror Bust, you know the terror buster with Tara Devlin is is the best show in uh, in the world. Something like that. You don't have to use those exact words. All right, I am tired. What's I gotta go to bed? We will. We will win. It's true. Thank you. You're a great American, Paradew. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out. Thank you, Ron Placone, the great Ron Placone. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you all. I'll see you Friday night, but I want you to bring two friends I want to meet new people with you, with all the OGs on Friday night. No pressure now.